everybody. It's the morning sickness. It's 98 KUPD. We're very happy to be here. It's spring training day. A couple of Cub fans sitting in the room ready to go. Yeah, the Cub fans are everywhere. I was uh, driving home yesterday. Saw a couple of them sitting in their car, heading home. They're all over. We're everywhere. Spring training fans all over the place. My name's John. I brought Brady, Eric, and Toledo. And uh, Brady started to regale me with his Thursday night movie story immediately. I think it's time for a public service announcement. Brady, please tell the tale that you told me about uh, your movie experience last night. Well, uh, Ronnie and I checked out the Shutter Island movie. Very good. And uh, we get into uh, the theater. We, went, we decided to go to the... Uh, that's nothing against the theater. It was a nice theater. AMC over there right. on Stapley and uh, the 60. Stadium seating. Yep. Why? Nice stadium seating. Picked, you know, Thursday night and ends up as a great night to go because there's probably... Eight other people in that theater at the time. Sure. Getting our row, middle real estate, prime seats, and then... Uh, you prefer the middle over the sides? Um, if it's crowded, I go to the sides. I only like the sides. It's middle, the down if it's empty. Gotcha. Um, so we sit down, and then uh, all of a sudden, here comes three larger ladies. Or off the air, as you called them, jumbos. They look like three zeros. Yep. <laughs> jumbos or right. zeros. Because right. it wasn't like, uh, there wasn't like folds. It was just a... Uh, Blobs. Bubble. Yeah. Manatees. And, yeah. And, okay. But they're pretty mobile. I mean, pretty quick. Mobile manatees. Yeah. Land manatees. So they sit down, and less than a minute later, all of a sudden, you hear this... Cushion ladies. fart. The loudest, you know, is a <laughs> fart that goes into the cushion. But it's it eaten by loud. the cushion. And I Absorbed. look over at Ronnie, you know, joking like, oh, did you do? No, it's right next to me. Two seats down from her, one of the ladies unleashed, and then I can hear him giggling over there. That's a challenge, Brady. Yeah. They were challenging They were you. putting yeah. it on. They saw the other my, little zero, and they saw <laughs> And I could have probably given them a run for the money because we, you we decided have to have uh, Indian food for dinner. Oh, for God's sakes, you don't want to risk it. I didn't. That's not a cushion. Exactly. You, wanna, you don't want to risk that after Indian food. That's disturbing. Guys can go out, joke around, and fart and stuff. But if the ladies start feeling comfortable with this, everything's going to change. And we cannot this. make them feel comfortable. So if you were one of the chunks at the movie theater last night that blew heat into the cushions, please, for God's sakes, no. There are differences, and there's still sexism a little bit. You're not allowed to fart like that. You're just not. Four people walked out of Shutter Island. Two couples. Because of the gas? No. Um, just content. Anyway, uh, one about 20 minutes before the movie was ended. Guess I couldn't take it anymore. One was about midway. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh? Why? I thought it I was don't know. Cool. You know, who, who knows? Someone could have gotten a call or something, an emergency. Yeah. But the last one, I think, also when it started unraveling, maybe they got really uncomfortable. The uh, guy that sat next She's to me got some swimming to do or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Shutter Island. The guy that sat next to me it was crowded when I went. Uh, his date got up about two minutes into the movie and never came back. And he audibly said, "Where did she? Where is she?" And she never came back. But I'm watching this movie. Yeah, Colin and I were laughing. It's like, she could be dead in the hallway. This guy didn't make any effort to go find out. I wonder where she went. Anyway. He's banging the popcorn guy. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was ready to, yeah, that happened. Those popcorn guys. I've got to have him. I'm leaving this day suspenders. Look at yeah. that acne. Mm. But back to the important part. Ladies, it's not, it's just on, it's not, you can fart in front of your husband, you can fart in front of your family, but when you start doing the public blowouts and giggling as groups of ladies, if Sex in the City taught us one thing, it's that farting never happened on that show. As gross as they got with, you know, that one of them pooped their pants, but they always made it unladylike. Guys are disgusting when it comes to that. We can't have women in groups thinking that that's a riot. Can you imagine? Tracy, Ronnie, Lisa, Megan out. 
Let's look for shoes. It's just, it's a no-no. It's a terrible no-no. We can't ever let them feel comfortable about it. Did you get names? No. Give me a better descriptor. It's the Gilbert Theater. Glass wearing. They all they have glasses. glasses. All uh, three looks were... like a couple of three zeros with eye goggles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they need the optographs. They, you know, they were, uh, you know, Isn't it funny? it's a mother and two daughters, but the daughters weren't much uh, taller than four, wow. four or five. Who do you think did it, mom or the, the shorts? Don't know. I mean, my first, uh, would, it's mom. mom. Mom's yeah. got the comfort zone to start blowing heat with the, the yeah. public. Yeah, the, the older chicks get, the less they care. I know the less they care, but still. Public, public ass Plus, blowing theater. You're with your kids. How do you teach that? Yeah. Go ahead, girls. Let fly. Fun, huh? Three zeros with goggles. They're so fat, you won't even let them have Here, glasses the, on. Uh, they the, goggled up. The other funny thing, the restaurant we randomly go to, is an Indian restaurant, and uh, all of a sudden, I look on the wall, and there's a picture of the, you? the owner of the uh, restaurant with the great Kali. Oh, awesome. Wow. Right? Awesome. So I'm like, I didn't know. You know, I'm like, God, who is that? I, I froze for a second. Right. You know, like, he's in the longest yard. A couple of sure. That's the great Kali. He'll be here next week. Yeah, because of WrestleMania. He lives. His uh, trainer has a goes uh, has a condo right over there, and he goes. He comes in every week, every time he's in town. Really? You got to come down there. Brady's so going to be hanging get... around there. Great, Callie. star searching again. Chicken <laughs> You hang out at the Indian. You talk to the owner again. How does this happen to you? Did he you get free from us? The owner does. Yeah, he's like the only one in there. Well, the whole family works there. Are you the only one in there at the time? No, there's uh, three other teams. Oh, okay. I don't think Indian food just hits people on a Thursday for the most part, so he's probably just got to. And he was telling, uh, you know, great Cali stories like he's uh, Paul Bunyan. Seven foot six, most powerful Indian man in the world. They're proud of him. Oh yeah, man. they're proud. You ever think Ronnie just sits there and goes, "Hmm." She looked. She was. He like, always talks to the manager. He never talks to me. Who is the great Kelly? Yeah. And so I showed her. Oh yeah, that guy. And you two are going to be in line next week waiting. To he meet. had to duck his head in order to get in. <laughs> WrestleMania, Brady. Hey. I like it. Hey, Colleen! Colleen! <laughs> He's walking to the ring. We shared a plate once! <laughs> I like Indian Brady. Yeah, Indian Brady's pretty cool. I enjoy that, too. He hey, loved the garlic naan. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you uh, gassy or poop-filled right no, now? No, okay, it, uh, it. it was good. Good. All right, good. Yeah, we just got to keep the lady. Maybe they had Indian food, too, Brady. The Zeros, the family of Zeros. That's just gross. So, do I go back to... Eat with Grey Kali. Yeah, and I will call out all girls that used to fart publicly. There was a girl named Mindy. I forgot her last name. And Mindy Nix in high school. Never knew her. Intentionally or accidentally? Farted? Uh, was uh, well known for farts. Just thought it was funny. <laughs> and I didn't even know her, but it's like, she yeah. Hot? Mindy, yes. But people, and that would kill it. And then the one, the Dawn girl that, uh, that the challenged the skinny kid in school to pick her up, and she said, "You could pick me up." And he picked her up, and when he did, she went, and her senior year was a nightmare from there on. And that's the way it should be, public ridicule. But that one was a little bit different. But yeah, girls that fart. I was with a, a girl on a little swim thing, a little party at her house and stuff, and she's in the uh, kitchen, and she stood next to me, and she lifted her leg and goes right at me, and I'm like, "All right, well, I'm leaving." <laughs> I had, I had interest in you until just then. And now you are the grossest pile of human garbage. You're a landfill. 
and I'm going to walk away from you and never speak to you again. And tell everybody this tale, by the way. Why? Because you're sick. You're gross. Raised by monkeys or something. <laughs> right at you. Yeah. Girls who fart. It's not fair, I'll tell you that. There's a double standard, but the double standard exists. It's just disgusting. That's gross. I saw in the news last night that there's a company that's invented uh, plates, silverware, and glasses for fat kids to tell them to knock it off. And uh, I didn't see the details on it. I saw little bits and pieces. And uh, basically, it's the kid goes in, he gets his food, and then he piles it on the plate. And the plate tells him verbally, it has some commands in it, to uh, lighten the load or to uh, slow down when he's eating too quick. It's too much food going off the plate too fast. And I started thinking about, isn't that mom and dad's job? Yeah. If the kid is a fat ass with no self-control, why would he take talkie plate that makes him feel bad? If nobody's around to tell them, you know, not to eat anymore. Why would you even pick out, unless that's all well, the plates you buy. if you're a parent, maybe, um, maybe the mom and dad are saying that he's just not listening. And all of a sudden he listens to talkie plate more. <laughs> then you got a bigger problem. Well, it's, it's, there's a little bit of uh, truth to that as far as not necessarily eating thing, but an example of a kid listening. Right. It's funny. Sometimes, you know, they don't hear mom and dad tell them not sure. to do something. But all of a sudden they hear whatever character there is on the television. So doesn't that lead the kid more to just uh, binge eating when no one's looking? You need a little more than a talkie plate. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Talkie yeah. plate's going to make him be good around the plate. But when there's, you know, no one around, he's going to hop out of bed and grab a bag of Lay's and go nuts on it. Because Lay's doesn't, ma- doesn't yell at him. <laughs> you just don't keep those options around. Exactly. The parent stops buying chocolate chip cookies and fat foods and gives the kid, you know, a moderate amount of food to eat and keeps him out of the uh, dirt drawer. But no. I'm afraid to tell my kid no. I'll let Talkie Plate do it. Talkie Plate's a good disciplinarian. Your kid deserves to be fat if you're if you're buying silverware and plates and cups that say, "All right, Tubby, that's enough." <laughs> I love talkie plate. You could have plates telling you how to eat. The anti-clean plater leaves some for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, what about the uh, what about the bulimics? They need a plate. All right, let's keep this meal down. The Aww. toilet. The toilet talks to them. Yeah. A doggy toilet. What are you doing? Your face doesn't go there. <laughs> Rear ends only. <laughs> Rear ends only here, skinny. You look great. You look fantastic. Have you lost weight? Oh, talky toilet. You make me feel good about me. Ever since my uncle fingered me, I've thrown up every meal. Oh, it, the issue is you. Every time you uh, throw up in it, you're beautiful. What? Sings to you. Beautiful. There's no one like you. They're going to come out with everything. Talking yeah. rubber well, tubes why not? to tie off. Don't tie off. <laughs> <laughs> Talking the syringe. That's plenty of heroin for this shoot. <laughs> don't overdo it now. You don't want to end up like Dave. Don't collapse a vein. Yeah, exactly. I mean... There's just the parents are that afraid to tell their kids to knock it off and whack them in the back of the head. You're getting fat, son. My sister put on weight, and my dad played the this country song he heard, "Roly Poly, Daddy's Little Fatty." He made fun of my sister for a week, and she lost weight. <laughs> Roly Poly, Daddy's Little Fatty. 
and I was calling her Natalie from Facts of Life. I mean, she might she didn't put on any weight. We were just teasing because we were relentlessly awful to each other. That's what families do. <laughs> the good at that's, that's love. That's love. That's the only ones who'll tell you the truth are the ones who live right with you. You're getting fat, stupid. <laughs> Shut up, bug tooth. Nothing I can do about that right now. Well, you will a, someday. You do a fist fight and make each other feel bad, and then you uh, correct yourself accordingly. You don't need a plate for that. I showed you that. This guy that has a gym in uh, England is in trouble. Got a new ad oh, yeah. campaign. Fat for people are, they're getting pounded. <laughs> a gym is actually trying to scare fat people. It's in England? Yeah. The guy's got a, a thing outside that said, when aliens, oh, it says, aliens will eat the fatties first. And he says, uh, when the aliens come, they're going to eat all the fat people first, so you might as well get in shape now so you can fight them off. And he's got billboards and uh, banners out front. Advanced now, health warning. When the aliens come, they will eat the fatties first. Join now for 30 <laughs> pounds a month. Yeah, $130 a month. 130 pounds a month. 130 quid. Yeah, you get yourself uh, free from alien targeting. People are so dumb, they believe it. Anyway, what are you going to do? We need a wake-up song this morning. We need something to get us going. I just don't understand that. My mom, if I had, you know, but that was the one thing we talked about yesterday at lunch. We are also the last generation of clean your plate. We have to be. We have to be the last generation because it's the only, it was the last, you know, so I go back senseless. to the, uh, there is the clean your plate as far as what you're putting on there, but the clean your plate sometimes is misinterpreted. The reason a lot of times you're saying clean your plate is because as a kid, you're never eating your vegetables. Well, that's true. And that's where I think that right. maybe it wasn't like, right. I'm putting down two pounds of mac and cheese there, you're yeah. going to finish Well, my that. dad used to make me clean my plate when I was responsible for what I put on it. Yeah. If oh, I yeah. piled yeah, on yeah, like yeah. four pounds of macaroni yeah. and yeah. I had a few bites and left but, it, yeah. you're eating all that. But eventually, you I mean, it didn't take long. You... You learn. You, yeah. you learn. you learn. Yeah, you have the little boy's eyes. That's yes. what you think. You think, oh, okay. I can eat that. Three well, pounds. I like the color of beets. And I piled on about two spoonfuls of beets one time. Two spoonfuls? And then I realized when the, the You didn't beet, notice the smell? The, uh, well, you, you know, you're a kid. You don't you're care. You smell the good stuff. You ignore it. And the juice kind of leaked over, and it turned everything kind of weird purple. And I'm like, I no longer care for the color or the look of these. <laughs> so I ate everything around it. My dad said, you got beets all over your, you're going to eat those. No, I'm not. I don't want them. I don't think I like them. I don't care. You put them on your plate, you're going to eat them. I just remember taking that... Trying to muscle it down. No, there was no muscling it down. Dad learned his lesson that day. Oh, you it threw came back, back out into the glass. That's not food. All right, get away from the table. What's the matter with you? It works. I just throw it all back at him. Yeah, I threw beets all the purple and weird Man, I juicy nuts. Peas in the napkin. Yeah, well, everybody's trying to have the family dog slide. Why did, why did peas suck so bad as a kid? I, I can't know. get enough I of them. I, know. I love, love them. Broccoli too. Asparagus. I like bro I love broccoli. broccoli now. Peas. What happened? I hated that stuff. And it wasn't just because I didn't give it a try. Just taking a bite of it was like eating a shoe. I think it's the consistency. Man, it's good now. I it's the mush. With Brussels sprouts for me. That was a horrible taste still to this That's day. Still but Brussels out. sprouts yeah. when they're done right are, are candy. good. They're yeah. Like Candy. Candy. I'll take you to a place, get you some Brussels sprouts to change Whatever. your eyes, to change your life. Whatever. You'll clean that plate. Take it easy, Toledo. You're eating a little quickly. Blanch them! Blanch them! Yeah, oh, they're so good. And they're buttered. Anything with enough butter is good. Oh. 
I'm getting hungry. Stop it. Let's get it out there right now, and we'll do it all together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Brady's not here. He must be in there uh, cleaning out his anus because he destroyed. I'm not kidding, people. When you ever have those moments where you can wreck a room, this one's going to last a few hours. Yeah. The uh, Colin Boyd did it in his uh, Nissan years ago. We went into a movie. He farted before the movie in the car, destroyed the car. We went back after the movie into the car. It was still there. And I mean, as strong as it was when we left. Where were you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Fine. Okay. A little movement. <laughs> Look, I, I just told these guys I got off to a bad start this morning, so I don't need your uh, poop all over the floor on top of it all. <laughs> and I, you got this. I get I get an email that says, "Did I hear you right in the Brady report? Brady once had a hooker." My outlook on this guy's totally changed. This guy has a segment called "What Would Brady Do?" We have to stop. We have to stop doing that. Did you have intercourse? A BJ? What happened? No, Brady, you just sat and I had a uh, fifteen-minute discussion, and then and she made even, some phone calls. Probably ten minutes. Yeah, and a. You know, it was in... Um, Amsterdam, right? No, this was in Barcelona. Oh, down in Spain. Yeah. Oh, all right. And you just chatted? Chatted because uh, I had two friends there. Uh, we went to this uh, house by recommendation of the local cabbie. The, the other guys were looking looking for tail. So we went there. and like, come on, Brady. You got to get one. You got to get one. So it was the worst, uh, you know, it was a $100 mistake, basically. Was it? Because you didn't well, bone no, her? it wasn't. Well, uh, not really. I guess you'd see what the insides of the uh, Hooker looks know, like. nice house. Oh. Uh, there was a bar. I figured I'm going to be waiting on these guys. <laughs> I went in there, and I talked with her for about five minutes. I'm like, look. Uh, <laughs> did it cross your mind, though? This isn't going to work out. But you did know? it cross your mind when you threw the money down? She's, she's, I'm getting a BJ. Uh, no. It didn't ever cross your mind just as handy something? No, that probably was uh, probably for, yeah, she was very pretty. And there was no, there was nothing immoral about some girl you met in Italy giving you a handy. You weren't, were you attached to someone at the time? Uh, no. Oh, man. No, but at the time, it just, you know what? It was just weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's so I said, listen, my Russian friend, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she had no idea, and she's like, "Huh, this is great. It's an easy hundred bucks." So you go back to the bar in the house, and I'm figuring, "Ah, oh, keep waiting on these guys. They're already there." Hey, man, <laughs> they just went in there. You lasted the longest, yeah, because you know it's awkward. You don't need to yeah. please them. Yeah, get in, do your thing, chicken wing. Anyway, uh, Eric's out there for as long as it lasts. Food City Southern, Forty Eighth Street, and I need the number for one eight hundred divorce. <laughs> Megan, 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 You're is, spinning on Megan was mad this morning. This is how it worked. This is great. And, and Brady was telling a story, too, so I don't feel alone. Well, chicks cannot wake up from any sort of inconvenience and not wake the whole world. They're, they're like that. Remember that chuck wagon thing that used to crash through yes. people's houses? If I ain't sleeping, nobody sleep. <laughs> Middle of the night, that chuck wagon would blow through your house and make, wake all the dogs and make them crazy. Go crazy. That's what chicks do, because uh, last night with a dog in the cone, uh, Chili, our little dog, doesn't. She snores. She's a snoring dog. She snores loud, probably uh, the equivalent. She needs a CPAP, is what I'm saying. She's a loud snore. She's Brady size. I can snores. hook her up. It's a powerful snore for a dog, about 20 pounds. So, so she's got to stay in uh, the room at night, the bedroom, because you're monitoring. Because her. she's just had eye surgery, yeah. right? So you got the little cone on her head and all that. So I'm fine with that. She's got to pee more now because she's got steroids in her system and all this medicine is just, you know. Diuretics blowing right through her. So she starts at about 10.08. Chili's in her little bed. And Megan's just like, ugh, ugh, with every snort. I'm like, what? I can't do this. I'm going to go sleep in the back room. I'm like, okay. 
Goes in the other bedroom. I'm dealing with the dog all night long. She had to get up three or four times to pee. She's scraping that cone around the walls all night. Alarm goes off. 3.57. I'm up. I take her outside. I walk her around, do the pee thing. Hand feed her. Hand feeding her because she can't eat with the cone. I'm, I'm out. I'm toast. So when you wake up at 4 in the morning, you're automatically pissed. Go back in the back bedroom to do my customary, very friendly, have a nice day. And I bend down to the, and this face, just Chucky dolls looking at me. Sourpuss. So completely angry. I'm like, what are you grumpy about? I couldn't sleep at all back here last night. This bed's uncomfortable. I didn't sleep very good at all. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, princess. Because you're immediately furious at 4.30 in the morning. Did you not sleep well? Oh, I'm so sorry. Because I was only up 16 times with the sick dog while you slept like a baby. Have a nice day. And you punched her. Yeah, I, I punched her pillow. <laughs> Just to let her know. I was thinking about it. But you said Ronnie can't. Like, every well, time she, they hear weird it's, stuff. It's noises for Ronnie. I, I don't have much, um, you oh, know, I was I was fortunate because the baby, when it was younger, it would wake up. Ronnie would be the one that was getting up. Sure. There. But at the same time, she could also, um, you know, once the baby's down or whatever, catch up on that side of it. But In the daytime. any... Little noises. Oh, they go crazy. Goes crazy. And it's weird because it wakes him up. It's like unbelievable. What are you are you hearing that? Yeah. Uh-oh. It's a termite in the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, you can gutter. hear it's amazing. Can they, you hear that? They turn into bats yeah. when they sleep. They're crazy. Oh, this noise. What are you talking about? I can't sleep like this. What are you what are you hearing? The breathing. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I breathing? But yet you're watching a movie. Now, where do they find that gold? <laughs> well, they said it three minutes ago. <laughs> I'm not really mad at her. It's just at, at you know, 4.40, 4.30 when you've just got You kind of want to snap. You, it's amazing what will make you go off the hand. I'm in the car fighting what would have been the fight. Right. You know? That's doing the, the worst. Doing the fight alone. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, like you, 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 you just imagine yep. her saying the stupidest thing in the world, and then you fight with it yep. out loud. And I'm driving, and I have the Jeep with the top down. I'm what in a hood. The time I crazy. That you did the, the yeah, no, I didn't even. Yeah, best like this thing morning, to do is just walk away. Yeah, but you can't. And you say something stupid, and then you get in the car, and you're like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, I couldn't sleep, huh? Oh well, I only got up like six times with the dog. Well, it's your dog. Oh yeah, that's my dog. And you do her voice and everything else. You're going back and forth for about four miles. You realize, Oh my God, I'm having a me fight <laughs> alone in the car, and I'm playing both parts. And you make good valid arguments for her sometimes in the me fight. Sometimes she gets you, and it's you. It's just basically you. You know I can't sleep like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm sorry. Lady yeah, who is everyone here. has a bad night of sleep. Everybody. Sure, everybody gets that. But yeah, it's chicks will do that. They hear, a, they, But they have to wake everybody to let them know they heard something that woke them. The dog's fingernails on the wood floor. Oh, oh, oh! What's the matter? I can't sleep like this. I was doing fine until you started screaming. What happened? Those dogs' feet on that wood floor drive me crazy. You know what makes me nuts? You shouting because you heard a dog walk. That your misery needs so much company. (laughs) Exactly. I was fine. Didn't you see me over here? Like an angel. I was sleeping. I still adjust a little bit uh, because everyone has kind of their ritual before they go to bed, you know, to get things right. You maybe fold your blanket some way or whatever, your sheets. Ronnie beats your pillow like a baby seal. (laughs) (laughs) 
These are morning sickers. Uh, this is the uh, married <laughs> secrets that we're giving out. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this, in fairness to all Pops women. It up. Uh, if, if it's anything like what my dad used to do. My dad used to get up at 3 in the morning to lift weights in the bedroom while my mom slept. <laughs> and then I was across the hall, and all you'd hear is... Marcy! 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 What? Where's the aspirin? <sighs> I looked in every cabinet and slammed each door. We're out of syringes. Yeah. And then how, can I, how can I do this D-ball? Yeah. Now get over here. He's roiding up. <laughs> Mars, you got to plunge it in my ass right now. Hey, Debo, I'm on cycle three. I need this stuff. Comes barge into my room. You take out the garbage? Is it on the curb? Uh-huh. I guess you answer your own question. So it's not just chicks. But it is amazing how fast you want to punch somebody when you're real sleepy from a bad night and they give you heat about their quiet night in another room. I'm sorry. You escaped all the way to the back of the house there. Get in a bed by yourself so you could avoid all that noise. You had a tough night's sleep. Just know there's probably two dozen things at least that we did. Oh, Brady, please. Don't jellyfish on me now. We're bitching about them. We have that right. I've uh, run down a right. couple of nice apartments for her, Yeah, so. <laughs> That's what you said. It's like the first thing that rolls in your mind is the worst oh. case. Of, oh, oh, it's just it's, it's, it's too darn loud in here. We should get you an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is there a little snore bothering you? Because the uh, all night long with the peeing and crying was nothing for me. I'm up now at four to go to work. Enjoy your next three hours sleep. Sorry, I was a little grouchy this morning. So my uh, honor apology. But I didn't fight with her. But you had the car fight on the way in. So I feel a little guilty about that because I said some horrible things to imaginary Megan on my drive-in. That was so crotchety. <laughs> Awful. So long, Mariah. <laughs> I'll go outside, I'll pluck some roses off the bush, and I'll pamper you and throw them all over the bed tonight. <laughs> Dexter wants to know that uh, after you fight with yourself in mm -hmm. the car, do you uh, also have makeup sex? I do. I do. <laughs> it depends on how long the drive is. Right. Everybody does that. One though. accident. Everybody Everybody does the car fight alone. Everybody. You do it to the people uh, on, the, on the street with you. Oh, yeah. You'll start yelling at them, and then you imagine they say something back. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah? Jerk store call. Yeah, exactly. You start or getting an argument. Or what you could have said. Or what you could have said. The yep. worst arguments in the world. You replay it in your head, and then you fire off the gem, and it's like, oh, 15 minutes ago, that would have been glorious. Anyway. Yeah, so I got up crotchety, and then Brady pooped all over the floor in here, so it's been a rough morning. What do we I have? was laughing gas. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't funny. <laughs> it was scary. Have you guys been watching any of the coverage of the ponies that have been stuck in the water? Yes. Did you see that? I couldn't take my eyes off of it the other day, and then they kept showing replays of it like it's the... And then Channel 3 is priding itself on that being a promo now. If you didn't pay attention, somebody was trying to cross a wash with those horses a couple days ago, and it was terrifying to watch the horses try to swim out of that, and one of them drowned. And then uh, one hits the sandbar, and he stands on it for two days. They finally airlift him out of there. And in the promo Channel 3 has... They're like, oh, look at this. This is unbelievable. The horse is flying through the air. They've got it all harnessed up. It's under the helicopter floating around. And the guy goes, this, this has to be national news. I mean, this has to be national news. We're going to be national news. It's like, oh, my God. The guy's combing his hair. He's getting ready for it. Oh, they're going to they're gonna cut to me any second now, nationally. Screw you, Phoenix, and everything you stand for. I'm going big time. <laughs> guy was so excited for his own career. And all I'm thinking is, the only reason we're watching is in case... The harness snaps. Yeah. Literally, want the, I want the horse to live. I want that. But the only reason I'm watching that 
is in case there's disaster. The only interesting part of it is the well, ending. No, you, want, you want a good ending, too. You do want a good ending. Deep down, you're like, okay, but you can hope for a good ending. That's not quality, riveting television. Quality, riveting television is, oh, my God, this could turn into a nightmare. That's the reason you sit. You're sitting hoping for the good ending and thinking the reason I'm watching is, in case it's is not. Is that harness going to snap? Is it going to break? the landing of the horse? The horse going to spaz? What's going to happen here? Yeah, I'm... I'm so grateful, so happy that that's, you know, it's the same thing as when, all right, this JetBlue aircraft's uh, front wheels won't unfold. Let's get the helicopters in. Let's film this. Why are we watching this? Well, to see if it lands safely. Are we really? I know we're all hoping it lands safely, but if it doesn't, it's footage. That's all the news wants. You don't know if the uh, chopper pilot's going to go all Vietnam out and yeah. oh, go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he goes Vietnam right there when there's a horse attached to his chopper. That's what when you're in Hawaii and you take those helicopter. Oh, they they pre warn you. You know, majority of these pilots are a former non yeah non pilot. So, God forbid you say the wrong thing, Didi Mao or something while you're looking around at the volcano. He's going to fly you right into it. That looks like napalm. What? But yeah, it was amazing. Open the door and you're going to jump out. <laughs> so I'm flipping through, and then yesterday, thanks Oprah. By the way, speaking of national broadcast, Oprah took uh, St. Patty's Day to. Uh, to do a rerun yesterday, and I'm flipping through, and the horrifying uh, nastiness, and this is proof that, uh, you know, the worse it is, the, the more people watch. The uh, lady that was attacked by that monkey had her face torn uh -oh. off and her hands Back ripped. Also, also, yeah, they reran that on St. Patty's. You know, that's celebrate the Irish with a, a good old monkey destruction. That's what you have. So Oprah reran that interview with the lady without any body parts left from the monkey attack. And that's I'm flipping through, kind of in my coma, my Benadryl coma. Ah! <laughs> No nose, both eyes gone, one thumb left on... Ugh. Both hands are... One arm is ripped off at the middle of the forearm, and then the other one's just the thumb. If middle you want of, more oh. of that... Oh. Yeah, you can't even identify. But no. if you want more of that, tonight on the Animal Planet, they're running this series called Fatal Attractions. Yeah. And it's about oh, people that, that own... You know, it's a... They're classifying it as a disease now, or a condition, that people think they become can become one with the animal. So yeah, Wild lion, animal. yeah, people yeah. that own uh, lions, tigers. I saw the one on uh, Sunday night, and the lady has all these poisonous snakes and let them just roam around. Roam around the house. She got hit by a eastern did. diamondback and uh, didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. The other guy got eaten by his lizards at his house, and he had those four footers, right? Those he giants. had uh, six, seven foot monitor lizards. <laughs> he had thirty seven different types of lizards, and he said. Um, his neighbor went over there, lived above him, and he go. He invited me in one day and said, "Hang on, just stand right there. Don't move. Let the lizards lick your ankles first. He got to check you out." I'm not friends with that guy right there. Yeah, just, and then he started throwing him, you know, uh, chicken carcass to feed him. And he goes, uh, "You'd look oh. over in the corner, and a couple of lizards would be fighting over the uh, <laughs> carcass." And this guy was, you know, well, he ended up getting bit. And so he didn't treat the infection right. So the infection got so bad, he, uh, I'm going to take a little nap in the corner over there. That's all it took, a little nappy. He's out. They came back. He didn't show up to work for a few days later. Police knock on the door. No answer. Like something's not right. They open the door, and uh, his neighbor had to go down there and oh. identify him. said his face was completely eaten off. He's, you could see the 
lower and upper jaws just exposed, and then the entrails were completely out, and the lizards were just all smiling. Yeah, they're fat and happy. <laughs> he got what he deserved. What? I agree. What channel is that on? Animal Planet. I'm on that. Fatal Attractions. Seems a little harsh for Animal Planet. Well, they don't show the, you know... They're showing the body parts. Well, the right. And they show it after nine, probably. I hope so. But they talk, you know, they talk about people that uh, knew these folks. Like, no one ever knew this guy had all these lizards in his apartment. Even the, uh... So he knew it was crazy, so he didn't tell a lot of people. Yeah. I'm oh, watching weird, that. Though. That sounds fantastic. That sounds like a great show. Idiots. Idiots who are going to make great TV someday because they're going to get eaten by their pets. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. The preview that I saw for uh, has this lady kissing her tiger on the lips and, you know, There's, she's uh, next to go. Loose. There's just something there. Oh, you're, yeah, you're complete. And that's what they say. They say the people also become, uh, they think, hey, I can relate to this animal better than I can relate to humans. That's why the guy ended up having all these lizards. Because he was the lizard king. It's like Heidi Fleiss with her birds on that. Yeah, yeah. same Dr. thing. Show. They're crazy. Cat people. Dog, they're talking about the domestic side of it. They go it's a little easier with that than a yeah, lion. You're not going to get eaten by those. <laughs> well, if, you do, if you do, you've done something really no, bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. If they get hungry enough and you're dead on the old floor, old people. Yeah, they don't feed them. Cats love old people. They love them. An old man dies on the floor, and the cats are like, "All right," and then they call their buddies. There's like a hundred of them all of a sudden. Let's get them over here. Really? They get on the Have phone, you ever seen? I don't know how they phones. do it. I don't know how they do it, but it's always like he had like five cats, and when they find them, it's just a house load of cats. Like there's 700 cats. Hey, Horace, get over yeah, here. Yeah, call your friends. Yeah, call the strays. We got a big meal laying in the kitchen I got to get rid of. He's starting to stink. Old buffet. Yeah, <laughs> it's old people. Ch yes, it is. Yes, real old human dead. I'm not kidding this time. Get everybody over here. But it's always funny how that is. It's like. The cat people always get eaten by their cats, and that's why I think they accumulate more cats, because the cats can tell. It was that cat that used to go to that nursing home, and the second it would walk in your room, the people were like, oh, God, no! Because it predicted their death, like within 24 hours, if that cat snuggled up dog. with you. And the dog that was Our doing golden it? Golden Retriever. Oh, you had one? Yeah, that worked. My mom, uh, Libby was her name, and uh, brought her to the hospice in uh, Columbus and the dog uh, they did a whole little article on it because it would go to the room of that patient and sure enough the next uh, day or that afternoon that patient would pass away the dog knew the dog of death so that's when people are going no I don't want to see Libby today put Libby in no <laughs> Great. Good hustle. Good remember, hustle, remember a few years ago when we were trying to boost our girl ratings by having uh, what well, we get in touch with our feminine side yes uh, and we would read stuff from Cosmo to see you know if we understood it at all and then we discovered by doing this that all we found out is that Cosmo is a is a is the devil's paper to designed to make women hate us. And so we stopped. They've done it again. They feel like they're breaking guy code. Yeah, they feel like they're getting involved, but all they're doing is is making up stories to make women suspicious or hateful of whoever they know as a male. They've done it again. Let's get in touch with our feminine side here. And uh, I don't even remember what music we use for this. I don't even care. It doesn't just, matter. I'll do the rant and rave because this is more of a rant and rave than it is anything else. This is what uh, women are telling each other are the five most common lies we tell. Women aren't telling each Cosmo other. Cosmo is. Yes. You're right. So gay but men are telling women. that turns into women telling yeah. each other. Gay guys that write for Cosmo are saying this. Listen to this. This is the stuff that you're going to start getting heat. If you even have a girl who liked Cosmo in your house, throw that Cosmo away and start barking at her. Start a fight before you let her read that. Because this thing's going to start a fight anyway. Uh, number five, according to Cosmo, 52% of guys always say, nothing's wrong with me, leave me alone, I'm fine, when things are definitely wrong. Press the issue. Guys don't like to talk about their feelings. 
opposite. Don't press the issue. Nothing's wrong, probably. Maybe something's wrong. We don't need you to deal with it. I've seen it on both and sides. And chicks are the... worse about that than guys ever are. They always say nothing's wrong. When everything's wrong. A denial right yeah. off the bat. Because they want you to press the... They want you to do what they're... What we don't want them to do, which is constantly badger them until they finally crack. Yeah, you, what, you, when you hear that response, is everything okay? No, I'm fine. And then you and know. Then, oh, boy. then you know, and then you step back and let 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 her crack the and egg. And we had this or talk before. Crack the egg. When he's ready to talk, he'll talk. We had this talk before. Remember that? And I said, you know what? Oh, you got good music for Let's this. Give this a more serious tone. All right. <laughs> what is this? More oh, beautiful. Yeah. Spacious guys. Very American. Get men, get to get men to pay attention. Yeah, we get them to this. fired up, gentlemen. That's yeah, that's right. It's kind of like watching Pat. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, and so we started, we talked about that, and women, here's man Cosmo information I give all the men. The second you say what's wrong, and they go, nothing, I'm fine, and you know something's wrong, hotel room. Don't call them. Just walk away. Don't ask them, you know what, okay, cool, well, it feels like something's wrong, so maybe it's me, I'm going to get out of here. I say that because I want you to ask me. Exactly. I just did I just ask did. you. I just did, and I asked once, and that's all I'm going to do. And then you go to that hotel room, it's amazing how fast, you don't even care. I'm like, I do too, I asked. I guess you're right. I'll be home tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I can't believe and I then, told you I was fine and you were okay with it. Right. Because you said you were fine. <laughs> right. So stop it, ladies. Number four, no, you don't look fat in that. Uh, Cosmo says sometimes that's a lie, but it's always the right answer for a guy. If you want an honest, honest answer, ask a woman. Men lie. Do you realize this publication wow. is out there saying that? If we started our KUPD publication saying women are crazy, can't drive. Oh, wait, we do that every day. Never mind. Recent. Eric, pay attention to this one. One of the five biggest lies men tell, according to Cosmo. I didn't drink that much. It's the biggest lie a man will tell you. Basically, any guy who says this is an alcoholic. Red flag, ladies. What? That's a little nuts, though. You could... No. You could put that in... Um, it's got to be on the other page, too, then. When a girl says, I didn't have that much. If anyone's saying that. Well, if they, Which if I don't agree with that statement, but I'm saying if they're saying uh, the they're the saying you're not a girl says it that that's true. But then. by that logic, she didn't when, have that much. When she says I'm fine, she's crazy. Right, exactly. But you if know, you're going to take it that far down the road. Dude said I didn't drink that much just because they don't want to get badgered. Right. If they had three, and you, they like, if you said I, I'm only gonna, I'm going to have a beer with uh, Brady, and I come back and I had three, and she's like, well, did you get did you drink a lot? I had. I actually think guys Kendrick. are pretty honest about when they drink. We're proud of it. I, yeah. Sure, but when you're in that part of the relationship there where she's questioning about your drinking. You need to get out. Probably somewhere down the line you've done something to prompt <laughs> right. that well, questioning. All right, Brady, stop being Cosmo sensible. They're teaching the ladies that we all lie. And you're backing him up with that. No, yeah. I'm not backing him up. Every guy. following up there. That's, that's yeah. But every stupid. guy except you has come home drunk and like, you know peed all over the floor, done something stupid that makes it like, okay, I never want him to be drunk again. <laughs> peed all over the floor. <laughs> well, that would make most of them mad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> We've done. Uh, it wasn't that expensive. Guys lie about how much they really spend on things so they don't have to deal with the consequences. I never knew about no, that. No, so I we don't have to opposite. deal with the questioning. I think right? I lie about things that aren't expensive and what tell them What about how much girls lie about how much they spend? True dad. Homie, you nailed that one. <laughs> I, you know, and fist pump, fist pump. <laughs> I think that's where the uh, mathematics skill level drops down with the women because you know how much you charged last month. Um, no, 
have like a hundred dollars. Two hundred. And you try that? What? I can't eat. I guess I'm not supposed to eat. Well, I mean, it's like five hundred dollars of Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, you can eat. Eat these Legos. <laughs> you are allowed Legos. The Lego castle you bought when we needed the money for food. And here is the number one lie, according to Cosmo, men say to women. Now, this is the only reason I'm bringing this up is because this is just. They are hitting a beehive and giggling away. The number one lie a guy will tell you, I'm stuck in traffic. He's up to something, ladies. Guys say it when they're not hiding anything, sure. And even when the real reason is that they are actually stuck in traffic. According to our study, it's easier to say you're stuck in traffic than explain the real reason you're not coming home. Okay, maybe if you're in Bozeman, Montana, and you're using the, the <laughs> excuse, I'm stuck in traffic. Yeah. Have you ever said I'm stuck in traffic and you just didn't come home until the next morning? Woo! Yeah. 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 Did you see the news? No. Good, because it was awful all night long. Like 20 Mexican buses overturned. I was pulling bodies out. I'm sweaty for that. Uh, Guys will never admit they're stuck in traffic because that means they made a bad traffic decision. (laughs) And we're never, ever going to admit that. You get stuck in traffic. You find a way out. You're like Indiana Jones at that point. It's time to find an exit and go side streets all the way home. See if you can break the curve. You can break the barriers of sound. Sure, and I don't have a I don't have a problem admitting uh, one time or another I'm stuck in traffic. If I'm saying that, that means yeah, I am. Yeah. It says here also, uh, ladies also know that when a man says he's on his way, he's about 15 minutes from leaving his house. So get ready a little later. No, don't encourage women to get ready later, ever, ever. Because a woman is always the late one. Exactly. And it is 15 minutes away because he knows... You're 15 minutes behind. Left in the ball game to finish up. <laughs> right. I'm on my way mentally. You believe this thing exists? we got to start this magazine. And Maxim, Maxim's the opposite. That it, it tries to throw naked pictures up there to piss women off. Basically, right. we need a thing that says, here's why chicks are crazy, and throw out five general things that they say. Dana mm-hmm. got stuck in traffic for five days once. Yes. <laughs> it was amazing walking down the hall. He's like, I've been stuck in traffic. That 15 full week. thing, leaving, I'm on my way. Because if you left right when you said, okay, I'm on my way, and you're there in 15 minutes, they want to make sure you get there, then they start to get ready. Yeah. This magazine you used to be You need to be, be out front of the house, standing on the corner. So, so this is my uh, solution to all this, Brady. You, you tell them, I drank like a fish. You do look fat in that. I've heard someone do the, uh, I've the opposite, too. The, um, the wife said to him, uh, you're drinking too much. And he fired back and said, well, you're not drinking enough. <laughs> there you go. Argument's over. <laughs> For my tastes... You're probably, uh, you know, you're pulling the old sled back a little bit. This, this thing's on a trail. We're doing the Iditarod up here, and you're dragging ass. Yeah, and we're going to start it, ladies. You want that? Fine. Ask us if your ass looks fat in that. I hate your jeans. Why? They don't look good on you. You're mean. I think the Man. toughest thing... Oh, my God. I think the toughest thing uh, in the relationship is um, the right and wrong thing. Like, if an argument, when you're right... It feels like as a guy, you know, say you're right, but now you're you're more of a jerk. Yeah. Because the yeah, fact you that- answered it honestly. Donna's actually texted in. She wants us to know that Cosmo actually makes women hate themselves. Well, that's not hard to do. Yeah. Don't put it on us then. Don't start telling no, that's them what we're she's liars. saying. She's saying that don't that women don't believe Cosmo either. Then why is it like the number one publication in the world? 
don't know. Cosmo needs to run an article Pants. saying, hey, don't get silicone shots in your butt at a uh, <laughs> How about that? Yeah. There's the thing yeah. Cosmo needs to do. Don't go into somebody's house and get plumber's silicone yeah. shot into your ass like those girls did for a discount. And now, now they've got plumber's silicone. Those <laughs> kind of articles are ones that they'll learn stuff. That's a real yeah. story. Cosmo's busy telling you that I'm stuck in traffic means that he just had sex with everyone on earth but you. But no, they're, they're busy with that. And I want my ass to look good, so I'm the guy he has sex with, but I don't have any money. So, plumber's silicone, it says the same thing. It's the same. John's stuck in traffic. Girlfriend, he is cheating. <laughs> Let's go get some silicone in our butts. Cosmo used to be like looking at the other team's playbook, yeah, but they anymore. changed. No. I think it's all reverse psychology with them. Mean. They just want to put mean stuff in there so nobody reads it. Looney bitches. So today, guys, no matter what, you're stuck in traffic. We overuse the I'm stuck in traffic Absolutely. to protect our brethren who are crooked, <laughs> who are lying about traffic. Traffic's horrible right now, by the way. KUPD traffic and weather window. There are 45-minute backups on every single road in Phoenix today. Oh. Guys, you're never going to make it where you need to be. You won't be home till 11 tonight. It's an hour before Larry McFeely gets in. I'm yep. pretty sure he's, he's stuck on in traffic way. right now. No, he's stuck on it. There's no doubt. The traffic is mm. so bad, it's just impossible to get anywhere. You won't get home tonight till 10, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. There's no doubt about it. Loony, crazy women. I like getting in touch with our feminine side and fighting Cosmo on the air. And I have, uh, you know, made a call saying I'm on my way and left, you know, oh, that's, that's 10. 50, 15 minutes That's part of the process well, of being you, on your way, isn't it? You'd, yeah. never, you'd never say anything about being stuck in traffic because that means you're a bad driver. Ah, there's a traffic jam. I'm going to get around it. You'll say that. Yeah. Can't believe how bad traffic is That's today. True. I'm working my way around it. That's true. Yeah, because you're a guy. Getting stuck in traffic is a failure. You've made a bad lane decision. You had to see it coming, and now all of a sudden you're trapped? No, nobody traps a man. If you travel the same roads all the time, you know about what time you got to start thinking yep. strategically. Here's the fun thing. Oh, I just got a, t a text from a plumber. Mo just texted me and said, hey, if you need anybody who needs that operation, let me know. I've got plenty of silicone, silicone in the truck. Oh, no. Uh, the best thing about it is this is true. This is breaking guy code in fairness to the ladies. When you ask us where we are when we're on our way to you, we're three roads behind where we say we are. And I don't know, what, I don't know why the true. guys... Why a man's brain does that? If you ask a man, "Where are you?" and he says, "Oh, I'm uh, just getting off the exit at Indian School," he's three exits away from actually. Doing I do that because I think there's a lag in texting time. So by the time they read that, I'm actually at the even place if you're that talking to him, even uh, if it's a phone yeah, call, you'll tell him, "I'm just now getting off the exit at Indian School." You're not even close to that exit. You're three exits away, minimum. Minimum. You're three exits ahead because you you don't want to seem slow and wasteful. Mine's about three quarters of a mile. You go, you go like, mile, like, like if, if I've seen the uh, Indian school exit. There it is. And yeah, you know, it's like a mile and a half. That's three exits usually. If it's the bottom one on the sign, yeah. you'll say I'm at the Indian school exit. I don't know why we do that. We do that to our guy friends, too. I, don't, why do, I do that to you. I've done it to you. Where are you? You coming? Yeah, I just got off of uh, the exit to get to your house. I'm like a country club in the 60s. Not even close. Your exits are a little bit longer than normal. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I just I drag it. <laughs> I'm where I, I'm where I need to be. You shut your ass, Magellan. I'll find it. You show <laughs> up. You know that's the key. I show up exactly. What are you? What are you tracking me? You writing a book? I'll get there. He said he's right down the road. Yeah, yeah. You don't need. You need to know what I tell you. That's how we are. Cosmo, biggest lies. I did drink that much because your ass is so fat in those jeans. Ninety-eight KUPD. I remember when you used to have a skinny ass. Last Wednesday, uh, Ralph. 
Canone of uh, Columbus, Ohio. He's 60, 68 years old. Ralph was arrested after he punched a six-year-old boy in the back of the head at Walmart. <laughs> Wasn't the first time Ralph punched a kid. In fact, Ralph punched a seven-year-old. <laughs> Wait a minute, just ran? Earlier that night. Like kids at all. I think he smashed like his at least two or... other kids at Walmart since the start of the year. Wow. Police officials say that Ralph would, would form a... Uh, <laughs> a fist around his keys and then go around punching little kids when their parents weren't looking. Apparently, he chose kids because they couldn't defend themselves. That is the weakest man alive. Wow. Ralph's got issues. Wow. I got to admit, I'd like to watch that uh, unfold. As so long as the kid's okay, I would like to watch that unfold. Oh, did you see that? You can't just punch that kid in the back of the head. And it's like pansy punches, too. He won't even give the kid the courtesy of turn around and see it coming. The parents aren't looking. He'd go around and strike him like a cobra. Just turn around and walk away. <laughs> what was that about, mister? You've just been kicked and in the you nuts. Don't, you don't exactly. believe your kid. No, he didn't That man you. just punched me in the head. No, he didn't. Your kid's crazy. He should be punched in the head. The kid's going to be paranoid yeah, as forever. He's charged with be. two counts of misdemeanor assault. He's being held on a $150,000 bond. See, and he just didn't let well enough alone. He got, got away with it a couple of times and then finally got caught. Yeah, people like that aren't really smart, I don't think. A kid will grow up will be one of those people that can't have their back to a door yeah. or a window. <laughs> I just seem to lean on this for a little while. I don't like people thinking sneaking up on me and stuff. <laughs> Why are you standing in the corner? I just have to. <laughs> just no sudden movements, please. I'm a little sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago, a guy named Marcel Cote flew from Montreal to Mexico on an airplane. Um, the airline was called Air Transit. And at first, everything was fine, but an hour after takeoff, Marcel suffered a ruptured vein in his scrotum. Oh, Brady, you got to give me a warning. <laughs> oh, Brady. Marcel was bleeding and in pain. He went to the bathroom and asked a male flight attendant to take a look at his junk to give him a damage report. Cut me, Mick. Guy <laughs> wouldn't do it. Would you? No. The whole thing made Marcel extremely upset, and once in Mexico... Oh, he headed straight to the hospital where he got three stitches on his man bag. What was going on that caused that? A ruptured vein. Yeah, but just from sitting? What was he doing? Evidently. Maybe there's a little pressure in the bag. I your, don't know. Your sack veins can just blow without warning? I guess so. Oh, my God. So they stitched up his man bag. Then he turned around and sued Air Transat for uh, eight grand because he said the, their treatment of the situation ruined his vacation and made him anxious about flying. Last week, the judge threw out Marcel's case. Well, then I'm going to sue him because he's made me uh, anxious about everything and ruined my day. The judge said, uh, hey, the flight attendant had uh, all the rights not to uh, Take check out his bag. You know, they're not medical, uh, medically licensed. Yeah. And check out your own bag. Who knows it better than you? To add insult to injury, the judge also ruled that Marcel Pay Air Trans had $189 to cover the company's court costs. Wow. Come on, you can waive that fee. I mean, the guy's not in his right mind. His nuts blew up for no reason. One of the boys in the bag went popcorn. Oh, no. Now, the Toledo other thing is, is oh boy. in Marcel's case, he, he never had a chance. He's from Montreal. He doesn't speak English. 
Filthy frog. Filthy, filthy, dirty, Frenchy Canadian. Several things, according to the uh, website Toledo found on what causes a broken blood vessel in your scrotum. Assuming uh, that's what you've got, if you think you've got that in mild trauma, you can get punched or kicked in that area, blood vessel will pop. Your veins enlarge in your scrotum and testicles. Uh, this happens during adolescence, so if you have any developmental abnormal or abnormality with veins, valves, it could result in a varicosile. Varicose, yeah, varicose uh, be sensitive to increased pressure. If a you're, spider vein in your bag. If you're lifting a lot, they're uh, like lifting a lot of things at work and stuff, and you do a lot. If the vein is not large and the appearance improves, it's probably uh, nothing to worry about. If your testicles appear bruised, see your doctor immediately. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, <laughs> bruised my testicles for no good reason at all. I'm going to let this one ride out. I would, too. If I looked down and everything was really purple and, ooh, sensitive to the touch. You'd ride that out? 14 days. Yeah, you got to put tussing yeah. on that. <laughs> you got to tussing that one up. Yeah, you can't go to the doctor immediately. What are you, a pansy? It's a day. Show me your balls. You just want to show me your balls. Tell me what do you think What, what do you think happened here, Ted? Well, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to this coffee or tea. I didn't want to see your sex, sir. We were watching the stuff on the internet, and uh, the old lady put on the four-inch stilettos and started standing on my junk. I thought, yeah, those guys always have to have yeah. screwed-up yeah. genitals. No, it's With us that crazy it's, fetish. It's us normals that just yeah, have our nuts that. blow they're, up in a bag. Fine. It's tough now. It's like you know. <laughs> but it's you know, you'd, you'd, so you'd be much. that. You'd, you look back at it as like the saddest moment of your life. You're just like, my balls are killing me here on the plane. You had to sit with it for a while until it's just intolerable. But you had to ask other people. I think the pressure in the plane's gone crazy. Do your balls hurt? No. I'm going to call the steward over here. We're going to get you out of this thing. He probably needs to run to the restroom after his uh, uh, white pants started uh, showing a little coloring. His white French pants. <laughs> his French capris. Yes. I'm having a billiard. <laughs> Hey, the mime next to me is having a period. <laughs> can we get him off or into the back or something? Oh, your balls can just blow up for no reason. My wee wee. My wee wee is a bloody, yeah? Are you a fan of the white stripes? Do you have a. Uh, <laughs> of course I am. Uh, oh, I say, anyway, my balls have exploded. I am French. I hate, uh, I hate you Americans until I need you to look at my balls. Oh. He surrendered to them very quickly. Yeah, you die of that as a man, Toledo. You don't go run into the doctor right away. It either kills you or 14 days later you can't take the... How about the dude who was whacking it on the conveyor belt? Got it... This is years ago. Got it stuck. I'm a lathe. You don't remember this? Oh, yeah. Whacked it and uh, nut flew out. And uh, It was at lunch hour and he had to clean everything up before the guys got back from work. And he didn't have any way to stop the bleeding other than a staple gun. Staple his own bag. Put the bag back together. Put it back. Wrapped it in some gauze. 14 days later, said, I can't take it anymore. Went to the hospital. You said can look this size. up on medical. They're two grapefruits. Yep. They said we're I hanging down the there. the size of a grapefruit. No, I remember thing, reading it because I, I almost threw up when I it saw it. happened them. in Milwaukee. Two medium-sized grapefruits were hanging from this guy, and the gauze was dried up. And as they're like, wow, what happened here? And he told them, I don't know. I'm just having something going on. He didn't tell them the truth. Uh, there was a tumorous explosion side that had swollen up and his oh other nut had God. swollen and uh and as that went on then he finally told the story of when they pulled out the rusty staples it's like what did you do here and yes, not buying yeah. your story not buying it anymore oh yeah he finished his shift 
Dude went 14 days before he finally saw a doctor. So See, he can do it. Something like that, I might have, you know, yeah. the next heard, day at least gone in. Yeah, I had heard he finished his shift he and then went the in shift, there. Uh-uh. And then, it, but it got maybe infected. He kept it. That was the worst yeah. part of it all because he let it sit there for a while. That's extreme. He's I say you go two weeks. We're snoping. Snope it, but go two weeks. I remember reading that in a journal. My dad had some OSHA journal he had to bring home from his work. Same job accidents, and that was in there. That's not an accident. It's you not. Do, it's an on purpose. Yourself, you idiot. <laughs> it's an on purpose. That's just dumb. Well, the accident happened. D-U-M dumb. When he rested his balls on the conveyor belt because he liked the way the vibration felt. Yeah, that's, you know, problem number one. Yeah. The on purpose was going on there. The accident happened. When he flipped the switch accidentally and got caught ground in the gears. Of the on belt. his 15-minute break. You want a sandwich, Lee? Nah. I'm nah. just going to hang out here at the lathe. How long are you guys going to be over at the grocery store? 10, 20 minutes tops, Lee. We'll be right back. Okay. Give me plenty of time to whack and clean. 18-year-old Charles Wynn of St. Albans, West Virginia. West Virginia. He pleaded guilty to animal cruelty charges for killing his neighbor's German shepherd with a bow and arrow. In exchange for his guilty plea, the judge sentenced Charles to pay the dog's owner a thousand bucks, plus serve fifty hours of community service and one year of probation. Going hunting, huh? Charles will also have to spend the next four weekends in jail, except for Friday, April second, when the judge agreed to let him out of jail to go see Hank Williams Jr. in concert. <laughs> Kid Rock Are is you with kidding me? No. It's West Virginia. West Virginia law this doesn't apply in our country. Well, reason being, apparently, uh, Charlie's weeks. girlfriend had already bought the tickets, and they they're not refundable, really Your Honor. <laughs> we can't do that's it. a defense now. Hey, look, go buy tickets quick. In West Virginia, yeah, that's a defense. Yeah. Hang Jr. And now I understand you want to see Bo Cephas. <laughs> that makes a, a buttload of sense here in my courtroom. <laughs> I'm going to let you off on Good Friday because it wouldn't be a Good Friday for anybody if you were denied the rights to see Bo Cephas. Everything else he did is wrong. Yeah, yeah he probably first asked me, son, you seen Bo Cephas? <laughs> I have not, Your Honor. <laughs> My you know, God. No, that German Shepherd deserved it anyway. <laughs> that German Shepherd had a shirt on that said, I hate Bo Cephas. <laughs> so I took him off our earth. This West by God Virginia. Hating both Cephas with your animal friends. Yeah, you, it's, if you've ever been to West Virginia, that's not shocking. That's normal. A bow and arrow. I just picture this hillbilly on his porch shooting over a yep. fence. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's got his bow and arrow out. Look at that. Is that a deer? <laughs> I think that's our neighbor's dog. Either way, it's dinner. Watch, I can hit it. I'll watch this. It won't hurt him. Give me another can of bush. All that hair, it'll stop it. Bush. Bush. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're down there drinking their own. There's nothing with a label on it. Give me another glass of that. Lightning. Uh, Nithyanda Swami. He's the guru of the um, knowledge, the world or global knowledge center, which is one of the largest uh, Indian. Uh, he's a guru, and he's got millions of followers. Things didn't go so well for Nithyananda because. Uh, the Indian TV channels broadcast a video showing the guru with two ladies going at it. Nice. Is that a good thing? No. Why? No, Hence because he's the, the go-to guy. He's uh, you know, the holy father, spiritual oh. leader, leader. And um, since evidently, you know, 
I thought they That's encouraged the that over between there. the TV over there. The news channels run the video. <laughs> they just show it. Yeah. Here is our, our Holy Father is a, in a three-way. Look and at him with the, all of the all of the cunnilingus and stuff. Look at that. Well, the people it were so bad. upset. The uh, locals went after their his little shrine in Bangalore. Wow! They vandalized it, and they're looking. They want to, you know, hang this dude because there's a hole. This is their leader who's been telling them to do all this stuff, and now there he's he is. busted. Double yeah. boning. He is now saying that. Wait a minute! This is all photoshopped. This is impossible. It is yeah. not me. We all look exactly alike, you know, with the clothes and the hair and the thing. We do. We do not. Do not put that on me. I'm ready for more. Get it back under there. And his, uh, you know, his whole regime is not just in India. I guess there's mission branches in several countries, including the U.S. and Europe. <laughs> Everyone uh, worship the great Ganesh and keep your pee pee in your pants. In the meantime, I will be going to have hot, hot three-way sex. His uh, associate <laughs> like that's him. trying to. You know, control the fire. Gopal Salim ready. He's not having a good no. run right now. He's tough PR move there when you're... Gopal! 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 Like the Pope getting, a, you know, busted with a three-way. Pretty much. Tough to PR that. Ben and Jerry's has come up with a new flavor of ice cream. The Bonnaroo Buzz. Contains a light coffee. And malt ice creams with whiskey caramel swirls and English toffee pieces. Put a little Jack Daniels in there, maybe. That sounds good. The uh, Bonnaroo will uh, donate their share of uh, the proceeds from sales of this ice cream to the Bonnaroo Works, whose goal is to further the organization's community investment and philanthropic endeavors. Good luck with that, Bonnaroo. <laughs> Just want to get that Finally, John, four yes, facts about flatulence. Okay. Let's, oh, good. These will be good. Humans are eighth most flatulent species. Eighth? Yep. Dogs, elephants, I was cows, say, dogs have to sheep, be top of the, top of the line on Zebras, camels, all pass gas more than we do. I have a Karen Terrier. We follow the camel. The Karen Terrier I have is a machine of releasing the biggest the world's biggest gas passer elephant the termite really oh, that's eating a lot of fiber yep well large group the sure. average person sure. does it 14 times a day i've already done that today women do it just as much as men stop it and the average release Moves at seven miles per hour. There's really wow. That's pretty good. I've blown out. <laughs> that's <laughs> average, and I've messed up the curve this morning twice. I've bought a salt flat. Roads. I would have gotten pulled over in a school zone for a couple of these. <laughs> the silent but dead, deadly. Yeah. The rule about that is scientifically accurate. Most of the gas you pass is just air you swallowed. Huh. Those are the ones that are basically odorless, but I the air bubbles are, are big, so they make a lot of uh, noise on the air bubbles. But the digestion process creates the hydrogen sulfide. It starts humming it out there. That's where the smell's coming from. The bubbles created during digestion are usually small, so they don't make much sound. But the stink, 
is deadly. And finally, nerve endings tell your body whether you're going to the bathroom or just letting one go. Really? The shart. Well, yeah, but that's when your body's confused. Right. Sometimes when the things are more fluid than normal, the nerves get confused, causing a fecal mist. No, that or you juice. lie about that. You just made that part up. I can tell you're, you just made up a list of things. Fecal mist. Don't screw with it's the facts. Let me see the paper then. Anal leakage. Let me see your fecal mist report paper. Give me that. Exactly. You won't hand it to me. No such thing as fecal mist. As you, when your dogs do it, so they're silent but deadly. But did you ever hear your dog fart? Last night. Really? It's like sometimes you'll just hear that word. <laughs> is that you? But the dog. Yesterday, Petey, I would say for a four or five hour period. Ten. At least, but they're uh, all five, six seconds long. And you can hear them? Wow, something's going on over there. She got the cat food. Oh, that'll do it. And girls do it just as much as we do. According to Come science. There's a great video on the internet. I think they they do it sleeping. The, uh... This okay. girl's watching TV on the, and there's a commercial on the TV that comes on that says, uh, ladies, are you tired of going to the bathroom? It's poop away. And the lady on the couch turns to her husband and said, would you love me more if I didn't poop? And he goes, you poop? And it just ends. We don't want to think of ladies doing that stuff. We want to think of you as pristine non-poopers with an extra honey hole for us to play with. That's all. It's non-functional. It's just our backup egg hole. <laughs> it's your Cinemax. It is. It's, it's Cinemax West. When there's nothing on Cinemax East, what's on Cinemax West? Am I three hours behind? Is there something good happening? That's your backup egg hole. Don't tell us about how When Ronnie tells you there's a problem back there, do you even listen? You just shut down, don't you? It's something though. weird, and I just don't feel. You just know yeah. she's going to noise. She's going to poop funny. You just hear your brain just go shut it down. She yeah, knows. that sounds awful. Okay, I she knows go. I'm pretty much not the go-to guy on that situation. Yeah. Who but, do women have to talk she about? She is that? with me. She's got to hear it all. Oh, I tell every every yeah. detail. I don't. I won't fart. That is a man's job in public around uh, Megan. I won't do it. I won't. I've never farted in front of her because I because basically I don't want to open the door that she's allowed to do it in front of me. So we keep that separate. But I'm telling you, I go into that back bathroom and I'll launch a 12 to 14 second bomb. And I'll call her. You should have heard this one. Glad you didn't, but my God. 12, 15 seconds. This is going to be a five flusher. I'll see you when you get home. I'll tell her every detail of that, but she's not allowed to tell. She's not allowed to talk about it at all. At the, all. The funniest is, I mean, she's 21 months old, but Kirby. Kirby blown ass. Still doesn't, you know. Doesn't budge a face. Uh, babies are different. They get away with it. Women, we don't want to know. Who do they have to talk about that stuff? Each other? Oh, yeah. They probably, I don't know. I don't think they do. I think if they're, they're a girls' night out, they are just ripping each other. I don't know. Other. I don't think they do. They do. Well, I know they'll, one. they'll fart on each other and laugh sometimes, but it's like weird. It's almost tense. We just fart and keep talking. And who do girls chat about when they have a, a butt issue? They just go right to the doctor. Don't make me laugh, because I pee a little bit every time I <laughs> That's laugh. That's okay. Peeing's cute. Farting and pooping. Ladies should be ashamed of yourselves if you let your bodies do that. 
And finally, the invention of the uh, of the year, my opinion, the green box. It's built as the world's first environmentally friendly pizza box. <laughs> awesome. Basically, the green box is uh, perforated, uh, has perforated top that tears into four equally sized pieces of cardboard, which you can use as plates. Can I roll them and uh, smoke them too? Yeah, there you go. Roll the box. Probably up. too thick. Green, green box. box. <laughs> is it made of the green? <laughs> and the bottom half of the box converts into a smaller container that can be used for storing leftovers. Plus, it's, it's the same made as the of box 100% now. recycled material. Guy uh, by the name of William Walsh invented the green box. He says a few of the country's top pizza chains are reviewing it. This guy hammers like out that. the negotiations here. Yeah, it's, we've been doing he this for is, years, though. I know, and it always sucks because you got this yeah. giant, giant plate. Giant like, why can't I just plate? And you got to rip the cardboard into a smaller piece in <laughs> half. You like, have that weird plate that right. if there's more than two of you. This is awesome. This is what we've needed. What Thank God, I have you know my uh, kitchen island. I have a giant paper cutter. I just <laughs> <laughs> smash down the box. I'm making plates. It's so weird how we do that with pizza when we got plates yeah. all around us, but we want to yeah, just eat on that box. I know. Yeah. I have paper plates, too. I have, like, yeah, disposable right. plates. I'll still eat right off there. I'll make a plate for you. <laughs> and they know this because they made that perforation on the, uh, yeah, well, they know. the middle of the box. At one point, somebody said, maybe we'll make it easier for them to tear. People are making asses <laughs> themselves, shredding these thick boxes. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, this guy, uh, someone like to make a fortune Domino's, or something. Papa John's, whatever. Get some that. You said it makes four plates, though? Yeah, four plates. That possible? It's cut all in fourths. You can just perforate it right oh, down there. It's pretty solid. Awesome. Pretty cool. Something we've been doing is like we're cavemen, and this guy just came up with the wheel. Me <laughs> 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 make big box plates. <laughs> uh, there's a better way. Me make me likey big box plate. <laughs> this guy's had a lot of pizza later. Cut it in yep, fourths. He did. Tired of eating on this yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> He's just looking at it. You guys hand me the bomb for a second. Hang on. If we cut these in quarters, all of us get an equal size plate. What's a quarter, man? Jared doesn't have to eat off that sliver of cardboard. <laughs> that would rock, man. But now I have to share my pizza. <laughs> we like big plates. It's all right, Mongo. You'll get yours. And if you want, you can take the other half still and use big boy plate for the guy who still prefers. Yeah, you don't have to go with the force. No. You can go with, you know, two Well, halves. there's only two of you. You, yeah. you, know, you cut those, but you're still. Yeah. Well, there you go. An idea that's been in front of us, and we've been doing it for years. This jack-off's going to make billions Probably. off of us. God. We Son all knew this. Bitch, everybody's been doing this. <laughs> William Walsh. Invention. You're about as big an inventor as that jackass that fell asleep and had an apple hit him on the head. I just discovered gravity. <laughs> You discovered, you named it, you dink. We all knew it was here. We all float away. Newton, he's famous. You dual income. <laughs> Newton's a dork. He's the. I got so mad in school. Like he didn't invent anything. He discovered gravity. He didn't discover it. He named it. No. He then he found the principles. Oh well, no. He Look just up the definition of discovered. Figured it out. Yeah. yeah. Same as Columbus. He's right up there with the guy that uh, invented the umbrella for the mixed drink. <laughs> yeah. That guy's a genius. <laughs> what people are missing. Is a feeling of the Orient <laughs> on a rainy day in the Mai Tais. What are you doing? I'm going to put my umbrella. And I was like the original invention had to be a huge umbrella. <laughs> Look, it's so moist in there. I need an umbrella. Protect the drink. It's too big. And you Come on, go I got to be honest. That, the dude that invented the drink. Yeah, exactly. Invented ale or something like that.
Man, if he could patent that, but too bad he got raped and pillaged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could just shrink the umbrella. I enjoy the visual look of it, but shrink it down a touch. Venting that pizza box plate. That's your job, Brady. You should have come up with that. I dropped the ball. You did. It's embarrassing. Unbelievable. Are they environmentally safe, too? Oh, yeah. And cardboard's not? 100% recyclable material. Is hey, it cardboard's recyclable? Cardboard's the same thing. This guy just cut up a pizza not box. It's, Some not of if it. it's stained with pizza yeah. and stuff, right? And he's also smart enough to get in on this green thing and call it the green box. All pizza boxes are green. They're For cardboard. For the most part, there is some cardboard that it depends on the treatment, I guess. They can't recycle 100%. The son of a bitch is a grifter. I in the recycle yeah, bin. toss that. It's one of the few things because it never goes in the garbage can. It just tosses it in the recycle bin by itself. That son of a bitch grifted all of us. He's going to be the next Slim Halloo. 98K UPD, it is time for our friends to do his Brady's Kitchen segment, and it is a glorious thing. Do I have a little dinner music there, Toledo? You got anything for me loaded up and ready to go? Brady, you have an opportunity to make uh, friends here with another food entrepreneur, another uh, superstar of the culinary uh, area of life. This is the legend. Legend, the man, the myth, the legend, the food guru of the world. Wolfgang Puck is on the line. Wolfgang Puck, are you there? Yes, I'm here talking to you. That's right, you are. That's what we're doing. <laughs> nice job, Wolfgang. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, we are uh, just a regular, uh, just a band of dudes hanging around, but we happen to have a little guy in the studio named Brady who is... Uh, Following in your footsteps, Wolfgang Puck. Oh, fantastic. Tell him to come out here and help us with the Oscars. <laughs> oh. Now, if he did, would you use his... Uh, he's started a new barbecue and uh, super sauce. He's got teriyaki. He's got all these things. Could we get Wolfgang Puck to use Brady's sauce? You know what? I will try it, not for the Oscars, but I will try it in my own home. Really? You'll try a yeah. sauce and give him... Yeah, a for sure. Okay, Wolfgang, I have to ask this before Brady does his kitchen interview with you because he's got a lot of questions. I really yeah. don't know much about cooking. Uh, if we do that, can you give him a critique of the sauce in all honesty, hopefully a, a one that makes it so you hate it, and then sign it, Wolfgang Puck? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's not good, I will tell him the truth. Brady, send that sauce. <laughs> but if it's good, I will tell him to it, and okay. we'll sell it in the market. Fantastic. Brady, you have some questions for your idol, Wolfgang Puck. Going. Yeah, this is the part we're, we're going to call, what the puck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't misspell it, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Curiosity, what what do you think of a guy like um, Gordon Ramsay? You know, funny you say that. Who was at our restaurant uh, last night, Gordon Ramsay? He is actually a good friend of mine. Now, I must tell you, I only watched his show once for 10 minutes. So I, I love his restaurant in London a lot. You know, he has a restaurant at the Claridge, which is a really good restaurant. And he seems a really nice guy, but everybody... Uh, tells me that he is really nasty on the show. And you know what happened yesterday? So I talked to Gordon and his wife, and then uh, uh, a customer sitting next to them says, you know what, what I like about your restaurant, you're always in your restaurant. And I said, and he said, you know, and if I want to see Gordon Ramsay, I have to come to your restaurant too. <laughs> see? <laughs> Was he stealing, do you think, ideas? Yeah. You, know, you know, I don't want to say he's stealing, but, He's certainly imitating. We have a restaurant here in the Beverly, uh, the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, uh -huh. which is called Cut, which is our version of a steakhouse. It's yeah, very modern and very bright, and it's very, very good. And he opened a similar version of that in London, actually. People told me, I said, he tried to do it like Cut, but it just doesn't taste like Cut. So. Yeah. Now, Wolfgang, you're a, you're a super-known, you're well-known food expert. What is the only way to order a steak? 
well, to me, it has to be at least rare to medium rare, you know. And I think I like it charred in the outside, well seasoned, right. with a lot of black pepper on top. And bleeding in the middle. And red in, yeah, uh, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't have to scream when you bite into it, but oh. close to it. Boy, that's helpful. What's, when what's your favorite cut, Wolfgang, if you, if you had one? Porterhouse with the bone in it, or you? A well, I like I, I like a ribeye with the bone in it. I like the the dry aged beef the most because it has the most concentrated flavor of the regular beef. Now, if you ask me what is my top New York steak, for example, you can get all these different New York steaks from different parts of the country, of different parts where the where the animals come from. We have a in a, an animal which is a cross in between a black Angus and uh, the Japanese Wagyu beef, Ooh. and that's really made the best uh, the best steak I ever had. It's rich, but it has the beefy flavor what we like. Like the Japanese pure Japanese Wagyu is so rich, you only so can good. eat three four ounces. You oh, know, it's fantastic. I love that stuff. Yeah, well, let's but do you it. try the one from Snake River Farms. We have it at our restaurant. Okay, it's my favorite, and everybody who I tell that they taste this steak once, young or older people, they say, "Wow." This is the best steak I ever had. Now, do you have that flown into the uh, only Wolfgang Pucks in Phoenix, which is at the airport? We need to do <laughs> something about that. I don't think it's the right venue there, oh, yeah. because <laughs> you want to spend the money and yeah. eat in two minutes. Yeah, $75 Wagyu beef uh, chunk. I'll eat that in uh, the airport. That doesn't bother <laughs> a three me. Yeah, put it in the yeah. Well, you guys have a lot of money. Then sure. we put it on. There you go. We're, we're loaded. You're going to go to the airport for dinner. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. That the yeah. 9-11 ruined everything for going to the airport for dinner. We used to go there all the time. It would have been yeah. great to now, well, yeah. Greg, I know you've made a lot of pizzas for some celebrities. Uh, if you go down, what's the most memorable uh, pizza that, or I guess, a celebrity that comes in and gets the same thing every time? Well, I think our most famous pizza is really the smoked salmon pizza, you know, and we have stars like Joan Collins, for example. She says, oh, Wolfgang, just make me my pizza. And, you know, they think because I gave it to them for the first time, they think it's their pizza now. <laughs> but that's, I think, certainly... The most famous one we have. We don't even have it on the menu, and people ask for it. Now, who's the opposite of it? Who's a celebrity jerk? Yeah, that comes in and just, ah, this isn't any good. Somebody sweat in this. <laughs> no, we don't have that. You know, the people who come to our restaurant, generally, they know why they come. They come for good food. <laughs> so and if it's Leonardo DiCaprio, for example, who comes, he will eat a tasting menu. He will eat like an eight- or ten-course menu and really enjoy it. Or Tom Cruise comes to our Cut restaurant, and he has uh, the Wagyu New York steak with mm. some uh, sautéed spinach on the side, and our own barbecue sauce on the side. So it's uh, our own steak sauce on the side. So I think it's really most of the people, you know, are very easy. Now, Wolfgang, I like you. Used to work the fryer at Tony Roma's, and you? Uh, yeah, I did. And I was, a, I, I'm a chef in my own right. And that's uh, not a chef. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> up at the Oscars. Well, you know, after the ceremony, we have one thousand six hundred invited guests who come to our dinner. Yikes. And when people come out of the theater, we have a huge seafood buffet with lobster, shrimps, and stone crabs, and sushi chefs making little sushis. <laughs> and we pass around hors d'oeuvres like. Uh, some mini uh, crab cakes, we have some uh, uh, spring rolls, we have some mini hamburgers, and then when people sit down, we'll give them a crisp potato galette with smoked salmon and caviar, and then for main course, we have a twist on an old classic, a, ch a black truffle chicken pot pie, and for dessert, we have a baked Alaska with 
espresso ice cream Ooh. and chocolate sorbet. Wow. And then we make 3,500 chocolate Oscars, which we cover in 24 karat gold dust, so that way people can take them home or eat them. Boy, oh boy. And then you have to have Man. like 4,000 portagons so the actresses can go throw up. Uh, nobody <laughs> throws up. Everybody is happy. They're not doing it because of food. they got to get rid of it. That's some rich stuff, and none of those ladies have buy that. It's not that rich. It's just everything in moderation. Oh, yeah. Wolfgang, on the hamburger awesome. station, are you using a George Foreman uh, grill, or <laughs> how you, does that work? Would you ever no, use George a George Foreman is a boxer, I thought so. No, we have our own grill. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, where's the Wolfgang Puck uh, griller? Where's that? We He's have got... one Wolfgang Puck griller. I will send you one over there. Oh, all right. What else you got? <laughs> oh, man. He's short on all that. That'd be nice to see. I can't wait for my package. You know, um, all right. we'll get you I remember uh, last year, one of the cool things was... Uh, it was available, I think, through Sam's Club, but you could bid. It was a one-time deal, and you got to spend four days, and you did a cooking class for, I don't know, 12 people. Yeah. How did that go? Oh, it went very well. I think they have it, and I think also was one of the things where they can come to the Oscars, too. Oh, Ooh, man. Wow. Get yeah, out of Oh, man. I need to be your friend, Wolfgang Pucker. Yeah, oh, well, you, you're not far away from Phoenix. Well, I'm in Phoenix. You're not far away from Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> We need to open up a restaurant here, Wolfgang. Wolfgang, okay. Wolfgang and John's. Okay. And I'll open the doors for people, and they'll All come right, in. So and listen, then... if you have somebody famous open the doors like yeah, you, people know. will uh, form a line right away. We'll get Dave Pratt in there, and we'll serve hot dogs, <laughs> and we'll have all this stuff going on. It'll be fantastic. But there's a yeah, I think we'll have a double menu: your food versus my food, okay. and uh, you know it'll be a you know combination of uh, white Pride. white trash and Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> and then the last little thing is the. Uh, Wolfgang Puck makes it easy. The cookbook you're finally you're doing yeah. recipes that you don't have to take two hours to. Uh, exactly. You know, I tell people often if they don't know how to cook well, don't make any complicated recipes. Even I do at home. Like you know, we have a frozen pizza, for example, a very thin crust one, all organic. And if you buy one like that, you take it out of the freezer an hour before, bake it. And then, once it's nice and crispy, put a little drizzle of uh, some good olive oil, maybe grate a little fresh parmesan on top, uh, a few basil leaves, and people are going to think you made the pizza. So it's really simple and easy. <laughs> Fantastic. Wolfgang, are you a married guy? Yeah. You're married? What does your wife do? My wife is a fashion designer. Ah, so she yeah, keeps it, because I was going to say. She's Ethiopian. She doesn't cook a lot, but she designs great clothes and handbags and everything. How did you meet her? And the restaurant, like everybody else. <laughs> no kidding. So she just rolled in, you're like, Wolfgang must have. Yeah, well, can you meet that many people, from uh, the mailman to the president, or to the kings, to the movie stars. Everybody comes to the restaurant. Well, how about that? Larry, What's for lunch today, yeah, Wolfgang? Yeah, what are you eating today? What are you, uh, you know, my day, my whole day is lunch, basically, because I come in the kitchen, I taste a little this, a little that, and I never really sit down for lunch. Right. So you just kind of nibble all day long. I nibble on yeah. and taste. And I tell every chef, the most important thing is tasting. Yeah. You know, you have to taste the food. That way, for sure, it's going to be delicious. So my plate at Wolfgang Puck's restaurants has been tasted by someone. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's how you know it's good. That's those yeah, guys know better than Absolutely. You know, there shouldn't be a soup which is boring or a sauce which is salty or whatever if somebody tasted. And that's really, to me, the most important thing. A chef has always to taste. Right. Wolfgang, it's a pleasure having you on the show, and I have to ask you one last question before you go. What is the sexiest scene in a movie ever? 
to you, Wolfgang Puck. Body Heat. I love the movie Body yes. Heat. Nice job. Well said. Nice job. Wolfgang, thank, thank you so you. much. Good luck with the Oscars. That's a lot of people. I know you're, you're just fine with it. It's a daunting task for everyone else. But we'll yeah, be... we, have, we have 300 chefs working that night. So if any of you want to come and help, we need one more. All right. I'm there. I'll work the fryer. <laughs> okay. Just don't <laughs> piss me <laughs> off. No fryer. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Wolfgang, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. There you go. Wolfgang Puck, everybody. Brady's Kitchen was open and did uh, quite a uh, quite well. I think he might have cussed there a couple times. I think he said bitch twice. <laughs> Some bitch wet. soup. You want dumb bitch soup? You don't want cold? He is nice. He's a very nice man. I enjoy the nice. He's hit jackpot. If he sends us stuff, if there's a wolf game, yeah, there's a lot of talk going on there. We got the number of that contact. (laughs) You're gonna hunt him down. Oh yeah, Uh, right now. now. He promised a grill. Email. Email. I'm gonna pull up that grill. Settle down, guys. Settle down. (laughs) Come on. I'm getting that grill right now. Give her an address. Look at you, prize whore. Watch this. This is awesome. <laughs> what is it? 5777. Getting that. Jeez. You're getting all sorts of... We had of... a delightful time with Wolfgang and... Uh, you deserve a, a grill this. and maybe some food, right, Shut Brady? up. Shut up. I got this covered. Watch We're going to use it as heavily. Andrea. Okay. This is an emergency number. It's important. She's not answering it. You called the emergency number? <laughs> this is an emergency. Oh, great. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded. Oh, oh is that right? The emergency number is what if there's a true emergency here? She's connecting the other call right now. I call the other one as Wolfgang. Call the other. Or what in the world just happened on the show? I need to tell these people. I need to send them lots of things. <laughs> there you go. I'll try this one. Call her up as Wolfgang. He does have a tri grill. <laughs> <You're laughs> yes, he's not lying. You realize he's only going to send us one. I don't care. It's mine. What? You're I asked for it. I had the balls to ask for it. You guys sit back and reap the benefits? I asked him. Are oh, you kidding me? Bad. Wolfgang's cut off all contact <laughs> to the main way. We'll try to get that grill for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to get that. We'll do that. We'll do that. Drip tray. Sounds awesome. So I, just got, on I just got food block. Brady, I think he also uh, promised some pots and pans, some, too. Some cookware. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you all that. Right. I think Brady, cool. sh- it's in the kitchen with Brady Bogan. He should get all the, the prizes. Brady the ask? grills and the... Sorry, but no. But it's his segment. His segment goes nowhere without Holmberg's morning sickness. That grill is mine. I got a good grill. You need one. I need I need a nice new wolf yeah, grill. I've got my one. I've got Oh, that's nice. That's very nice. <laughs> it's a need on your list. I have a I have the original Foreman griller. I don't even have the that's all I have. That's like a panini press it looks like. I've got a nice outdoor grill, but I don't necessarily need to do that every day. This is a panini press. Fantastic. I'll be getting that for myself soon for free. <laughs> Wolfgang Puck everybody, visit his uh, restaurant in the airport. Brady uh, and I went over to Midwestern Meats yesterday, which is, you know, Brady's haunts and stuff, but I had no idea how much exactly. It is thoroughly embarrassing at this point for Brady to be in a restaurant with me because I see through his crap. I know that he hangs out in restaurants. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He hangs out in restaurants and food shops and introduces himself to everyone as KUPD's Brady Bogan. In fact, there are signs (laughs) in Midwestern Meats that say KUPD's Brady Bogan. And Is so there a picture? We're there. We, we were talking with the guys from Midwestern Meats and went over there with them. And uh, the bus boy, uh, it's, it's a girl, but the busser came over. Hi, sweetie. How are you? Hugs. Peanut, our waitress. I haven't seen you in so long. How are you doing, baby? 
hugs. Guy behind the counter at the butcher shop. You guys going out to the races? I know Brady's going. How you doing, man? <laughs> what about you, Baldy? Yeah, what about you, sir? <laughs> this is unbelievable. I said, no, I just looked at him and I said, you've gone through this whole shop hugging and kissing and telling everybody you're promising the world. Every, I, I could introduce myself to 40 busboys today and go back to those same places tomorrow. Not one of them would remember. Not true. You got problems. <laughs> you got real. You got a restaurant addiction where you got to. You've got to know the people inside. You're, you've got this. I don't have to know the people inside. You know what you're like, Brady? You're like a college girl that needs attention. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> you wandering, screaming, and showing your tits to everybody. But it's different because it's a food place. Why didn't anybody love me? Brady, we love you. You've got to stop introducing yourself to bussers. Stop it. <laughs> a busboy calling you sweetie. She calls everyone sweetie. No, she she knew you. Hi, Brady. Want some more water? Everybody came that up to the table. That was a lucky guess on my name. <laughs> this is, we're going to have an intervention. Can you go to a restaurant like everybody else and not chat with everyone in there? All the time. No. You even went to Jimmy John's the other day and hung back to chat with people. There's a deal going at Jimmy John's. No, there's not. There yeah, there is, because Ashley went there yesterday and said, you guys are talking about us on the radio. That little round one told us you would. <laughs> I just want a jug of those peppers. <laughs> and you certainly weren't going to pay for them. What's a radio guy in the uh, number one show in the city got to do to get a jug of peppers around here? You're doing what? Oh, did I let that slip? I gotta write that down. I'm on a radio show. Right down the road there. <laughs> and these peppers are a little pricey. He's gonna get fired over oh, peppers. Oh, yes. He's, he's gonna be in jail. Captain Plugola. <laughs> I didn't know it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get pounded in the ass for years for that jar of peppers. Ah, oh, jeez. Federal pen. It's true. You're gonna be in there. And you should be, the way you're throwing that crap around. We'll read about it in your book. How about this leading question? This is the best advertising email I've ever gotten. Dear John, I sometimes get the urge to listen to your show when it isn't on. Is there any way to listen to archive shows online? Well, there is. Go to 98kupd.com and click on podcasts and sign up for yours today. Thanks, James. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I'm going to carry your picture around. With me, autograph, and just hand it to restaurant tours, <laughs> and then I'm going to blame you. Look at this disgusting display. You'll be everywhere. I'm going to put you up like a, a sexual predator in neighborhoods. <laughs> your picture's going to be Safety everywhere. Spot. It's going to be your dream, you attention whoring college bitch. <laughs> Hi, Brady. Want some more water, hun? Best friends with a busser. And uh, we got this before we get to the entertainment drill. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons fans, you finally have a cool thing to talk about. Uh, but I do have it. Listen to this. This guy here, a man serving a life sentence in uh, Wisconsin, is suing the prison because they banned Dungeons and Dragons from the prison. Why? Causing too many gang-related violent activities. And it's a threat to security. The D&D. &D. Doesn't prison actually cause gang-related violence? Yeah, because you put all the gang members in there and... Same place. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, of course, you don't know, is the fictional, you know, wizardry nonsense that goes on and on. They make up fake characters and carry out adventures and work together as a group, just like you do in prison. Well, the guy, Singer, is 33, says, I've been a devoted player of the fantasy game since I was a child. So I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, uh, they confiscated dozens of Dungeons and Dragons books and magazines in a cell 
a 96-page manuscript that he had written detailing the potential scenario for the game that players could act out. This what is did he do? Jail, I know. He's in jail for He's life. He's in life sentence for first-degree intentional homicide. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have killed somebody. Well, no. I mean, he, you know, he killed somebody, but then it's like, I'm going to play a little Dungeons and Dragons. But it's like, I don't know. I just don't picture a D&D guy exactly. leaving the house long enough to kill somebody. So where are the mother's group saying, well, Dungeons and Dragons makes killers? Because if this was a Grand Theft Auto super player, yeah. people it's, would be going crazy. But if, if, if this guy was know. suing the state prison system because they took away his Grand Theft Auto... That's violent, promotion violence and everything else. I mean, I don't think either of them do, but where are the, where are the mother's groups screaming this out? The prisoners love it. This guy and says he's been... And there's a point that's saying, hey, you're in prison. Don't play games. We, we, we have the power to not even let you play games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they, they aren't letting him play. They're taking it away, but he's going to sue. You know, more, more lawsuits are filed by prisoners. Oh, yeah. Like, times three times more than the average... Uh, Citizens, they they file more lawsuits. They are they entitled to a the law books legal library that they have to have in every prison because these guys have to do it. But uh, they uh, started banning it in 2004 after an inmate sent an anonymous letter saying this guy is crazy and his Dungeons and Dragons gang is real. They're like, all right, you can't uh, play Dungeons and Dragons because it promotes fantasy role playing and competitive hostility. Not in my prison. It's a very strange court, but I mean, if I'm a Dungeons and Dragons player, all of a sudden, I got a little street cred because it's big in prison. <laughs> like the, the tattoos, the hardest mother effers in the world are Dungeons and Dragons dudes. You know, eight sided dice tattooed on your wrists. Yeah. Now you and Trevor and Trent, and your friends can all sit around the tree at the elementary school and play, <laughs> knowing deep down, yeah, the same thing's going on in Wisconsin. Penn, you know that. Let's tip some uh, Capri Sun out for our homies. <laughs> You're no longer as nerdy. Now you're crazier. That's better, though. Street cred for D&Ders. Did you ever get into D&D? No. Never did either. No. We threw rocks at the kids who played under the trees. But you can yell at your kids if they start getting into, no, murderers play. Yeah, exactly. This just get leads you down a path. Do you want to spend the rest of your life in jail with that crazy game of yours? Now get over here and play Grand Theft Auto with your dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a safe, controlled environment of murder the hooker, murder the hooker. What's wrong with you, son? Oh, you think everything's wizards and gnomes and nonsense. Murder the hooker. Where's your head? Steal her money. You, d you didn't even get her money. And take her to the woods. Get the sniper rifle and do a close-up on this. Watch, watch. Head blows up like a melon. <laughs> you don't get that in D&D. &D. There's a couple of good LARPing sessions out there. Yeah. So anyway... I don't understand it, but they're banning the D&D. Congratulations, you nerds. You got street cred. D&D <laughs> is an actual functional, fun game of people. Yeah, shut up, nerd. Social. Very social. But now you don't want to mess with them. Because I'm, I'm guessing that the majority of... See, I wonder if you would, did that little study. The majority of, like, two-time murderers or violent criminals had a D&D past. Because it's kind of a dark, odd imagination of a, another. Oh yeah, of another world, and you can kind of get lost in some things and be a little goofy doing that. Well, they get uh, addicted to it. Oh yeah, you can get crazy addicted to it. But it's not like World of Warcraft where it's kind of presented to you. Your brain does all the crazy work. Same addiction. Wait a minute, what do you mean it's not presented to you? Well, like, like World of Warcraft. You put World of Warcraft in your computer, and the world is painted for you. Oh okay. Dungeons and Dragons, some dice. You write some things down, you start making this whole scenario up, and the next thing you know, 
reality well, fiction. No, they have the Dungeons and Dragons. They got the that now. But when it originated, it was just some dice and a paper. Oh. You let your imagination. Yeah. And then you had spells and all this weird stuff. Street cred for the d and Tip it out. Tip a little tropical spirit out there from the Capri Sunbag. That's for your homies in the pan, D&D. 98, uh, very proud to bring you right now the kings of NASCAR. You are about to be hillbilly king of this entire region. We're very happy to have you uh, joining us, hillbillies from out of town and all the other hillbillies that have flown in for the big race this week that's happening. I love what happens to the West Valley. Tents, RVs, looks like some sort of sale going on out there. Bringing their kin and their youngins. It is fun, fun, fun. Uh, and I would like to uh, introduce our resident hillbilly. He's uh, He's been with us for about 12 years now, and he's just hanging around. His helper monkey gets him here and there. He's got a little chubby guy with him out there. Probably, well, he probably has kinfolk in town for the oh, race. It could be. Well, let's find out. It's TJ from AJ, everybody. Come on in here, TJ. Howdy! Salute! How's everybody doing? How you doing, Eric? I'm doing good. Who's your friend? My friend and my brother, my kinfolk, come all the way down here from Tennessee. Welcome back there, brother. Howdy, youngins. Came out here for the Final Four. Woo! That's my brother, BJ. He come out for the Final Four. He don't understand college. Spring break! He just came with a bushel of moon pies, too. We've been just loading up on those. They're good. PJ, what does that stand for? Blow job. That's how he was made. <laughs> what? That's not possible. My mama had a hole in her esophagus. These boys got really? some learning yeah, to do. They got PJ. a lot of learning to do. We teach them about the birds and the possum. We had us a hole in her esophagus in a leak, and we found out when BJ come to light. Miracle, baby. You don't even want to meet my sister, asshole. <laughs> I didn't even know what the dog's I name is. I need to meet her, yeah. her daughter. She uh, spells it with an H. She uh. loves the sun. <laughs> oh, she does love that sun. But I tell you what, it is great to be here in uh, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. That's yeah, nice weather. Having a gorgeous weather and uh, no complaints. And those cars are going to be heading left four times a minute. I'll be pretty proud of them. I out can't there. get enough of them Navajo tacos. Love them. Oh, I love the Navajo tacos. Those are good, authentic Western foods, BJ. I bet you guys really like all the cigarette tents out there. At the cigarette tents. Are, the you know what? My, my favorite. Of you got one. My no, favorite place in uh, all your fine town is called Anakmore. You been out there, BJ? Oh yeah. The engines will sell you uh, smokes for tax free. Awesome. You get a carton for like thirty eight dollars. What about smokeless? I don't know about smokeless. Why would I smoke something smokeless? That's like putting a turkey or a beer chicken in a smoker full of water. Heard it's that. not Heard a good that, idea. It's, electricity is bad. It's been proven time and again. It's never done nothing to help nobody. What's the age difference here? He looks a lot older than you. Like I said, we didn't know Mama could still get pregnant. And uh, so when she had me when she was 51. BJ came to light when she was about 13. Three oh, skunks wow. to the wind. Yeah. I plopped out. Yeah, and Whoa. she found out that uh, she learned how to get pregnant through the mouth when she's 13. So she just did it regular style like all us regulars thinking that was the way you avoided pregnant. And then I come along. Wow. 29 years later. Kind of like Sissy Spacek. And Oh, yeah, don't even bring her up. Oh, She's a question. Daughter. Be quiet. Ooh, Miss America. <laughs> She's like Miss America, though. Or it'll Lynn. I'd like to take her and tie her hair to a bedpost. You haven't? I haven't. I'm not related. It's, it would be wrong. Let's go to the phone see if we got a qualified man for the job. Are you there, Dan or Don? Who are you? 
Dan. Dan, good morning to you. Salute. How are you, my friend? I'm all right. You doing? Are you a classified hillbilly? Um, I'm a Yankee hillbilly. All right. Well, that's fine by me. Okay. New York City. Where you originally hail? Uh, Boston. Out of Boston. Oh, you're one of them uh, uppity, fancy, smancy uh, southern states. Yeah, yeah, you got one of those. Southern states. It was one of the original <laughs> southern states, I guess. <laughs> it was like the most southern state when we landed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so there you go. BJ's got a little bit of a disorder. Keeps his brain a little mushy. All right, you ready to answer five questions and head on over there to the big show Saturday? I'm ready to try. All right, away we go, my friend. What did Jesse Duke and Daisy Duke drive? A, uh, Jesse Duke and Daisy Duke? Uh, Jeep. That's one. Um, and he drove a mule? He did oh, not drive no. a mule, although on, probably drove one crazy, but never actually drove one. Dan, you're out. I'm sorry, my friend. You ride a mule. Yeah, you don't, you don't yeah, drive it. a mule. <laughs> you don't drive a mule. <laughs> Dan is dumb. <laughs> Johnny, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning to you, Johnny. How are you today? Not too bad, Kenfolk. How you doing? You, I'm pretty good, Kenfolk. Are you uh, Are you currently excited about this weekend's big Subway Fresh Fit 600? Oh, you bet I am. I found out why it's 600 instead of 5. They went to kilometers. Really? Yeah, they switched wow. her up so it'd be a little longer, and they call it fancy smancy. Yeah, all them Euro fags that are doing that uh, race. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, you heard me. Don't get in bed with them, Eric. All, all right. right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Johnny, away we go. Who played Sheriff Buford T. Justice? Uh, Buford T. Justice would be. Oh uh, man. That's, that's, I got that. I got it. There was a man. Yeah. Five ticks. Yeah. Five ticks. Come on, youngin. Uh, um. Oh man. Uh, oh man. He's out. Uh, man. Uh, go Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger's innocent. <laughs> well, even if he ain't, he can still hurl the football. Give him tickets for that. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. You Who's that, TJ? He's a football player. Enjoys the rape. Uh, we got Scott on the line. Scott, how are you? Allegedly. Yeah. yeah, he does. Scott, uh, what, what are you doing this morning? You heading off to your job? Yeah, going to work. Where do you do that? Construction everywhere. Construction. Are you uh, pulling down a fair paycheck? When I'm working. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's what I like to hear. Because, yeah, it's tough finding a job building things. Oh, yeah. yeah you want to build something for me? Me and BJ would like a little shack out there at the old Speed City. Yeah. Sir. You guys didn't bring an RV or anything? No, we're sleeping in BJ's... Uh, Can't afford a land yacht. <laughs> land yacht. <laughs> you get a land yacht and you're rolling in dough like this construction boy we're chatting on. All right, are you ready? Scott, yeah. the builder. Who played Sheriff Buford T. Justice? Oh, man. Smokey uh, and the Bandit. No, no answer. Nothing at all. God, what's wrong with these people? Listen, they are not qualified to be it. They're not qualified to be it. They're about as smart there. as a bowling ball. That's right. BJ, you don't won this one. Uh, Brian, are you there? Yes, sir. Brian, welcome to the Wild Wild West. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Did you fly in like my kinfolk, BJ? I can't afford a plane ticket. That's a good thinking. Did you uh, roll over on top of a pickup truck or hitchhike? How'd you get here? Rode the train. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Were you created through the mouth like BJ? 
Miracle baby. I don't believe that. That's a fact. No way. My sister was shot by a neighbor, and uh, the bullet hit a man in the testicle first and went right into her ovaries, made egg babies right there. She's a virgin. Is a miracle baby. All right, are you ready, Brian? Hey, TJ, I got an idea. All right. Yeah, hit it. Why don't we make BJ a lifeline? If, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. We're having problems here. All right, who played Sheriff Buford T. Justice? Gonna have to use the lifeline. All right, you're only one. Lifeline, all right. Go ahead. You know this, BJ? Jackie Gleason. He thinks it's a honeymooner star, Jackie Gleason. I'll agree. You gonna go with that? Well, good move there. We got us a genius on the line. Nice Ooh. job. Way to go, BJ. I'm a hill willy. I like that. All right. Question number two, and you're out of lifelines. BJ, sit back and relax. I'm gonna just drop a line in the water here. <laughs> You're getting more and more Cajun as the game progresses. That's when I get relaxed. Yeah. You start getting even further south. All right. Who is the coal miner's daughter? I just said it. Sissy Spacek. Who did Sissy Spacek play in the coal miner's daughter? Legendary singer. Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn is right. right. Nice job. That's two. All right. What was Tom Cruise's name in Days of Thunder? Dick Trickle. Oh, Dick Ooh, Cole Trickle. Trickle. Oh, oh. He fixed Do it. we give it to him? I think we give it to All him. All right, let's give it to him. He fixed it. That Tom Cruise is sexy, like a skillet full of pork chops. <laughs> oh, he's like an old him. <laughs> That's something going wrong. Well, when you're created through the mouth, <laughs> yeah. you're all over the map. You're not supposed to be here. All right, are you ready there for the win, Brian? Yep. All right. What beer was Bandit hauling cross-country illegally? Can you repeat it? I can. It'll sound the exact same it just did, though. What beer was Bandit hauling cross-country illegally? Curse. Bandit Holland? You heard me. Curse. What? Quit it. What beer was Bandit Holland cross country illegal? Holland, like Holland in a. What in a truck. beer was? What well, does he Thanks speak English or not? <laughs> he thought you said Holland. This like guy's dying over here. He might be one of them Canadas. <laughs> That's a Canadian. No, then I'd be an a hole. That's true. No, my sister's a hole. <laughs> yeah. What beer was Bandit Holland cross country illegal? Shut up, BJ. Well, since you sound a little like him, I'm going to go achieve double down and say Buttweiser. Going to say Buttweiser, and this will be for the tickets. Ready? Uh, it ain't no Buttweiser. It weren't Buttweiser. It wasn't. I'm sorry. You are out, Brian. Out. We're having problems here, this TJ. This city is just filled with morons. <laughs> Man. BJ, you got to feel like the class valedictorian. <laughs> I am. You are, my friend. You are. How do you guys pre-party out there at the... Pre-party, current do? party, yeah, post-party. Do you do the jug band thing? You guys got We have band us again? a jug band. You play the washboard and I play the jug. And then we got that Jews harp Larry McFeely plays. Put some of them tube steaks on the grill. Oh, man. Oh, sounds like fun. Jam a tube steak in your mouth. Then go out a prowling like a cat. Pick up some ladies. Try to bring one to the back seat if you know what I'm talking on. Well, we'll you, be in the hallway. We can try this round. You come out, Eric. We put you in the barrel for an hour. What? Yeah, oh, the barrel's what, what got a hole there? in it. Yeah, glory barrel. Great. You love it. BJ stuck his uh, thingy through a glory hole once, and the poor girl on the other side broke her nose smashing into the wall. It wasn't much sticking out. 
That was funny. But she finished. <laughs> she, she was a good sister. All right, we're going to go in the Let's hallway for a little. Let's go get us some Yahoo and Melly Yellow and make that concoction you like. Well, who Don't else? talk about my wife. <laughs> who else is going to be that good to you? All right, let's get out of here, kid. Nobody knows that nobody's qualifying. I know, it's tough. TJ has got you stumped, folks, and his brother BJ might be a touch of a distraction. <laughs> Bone up, hillbillies. Made from the mouth. Maybe we should give BJ two lifelines. <laughs> but yeah, maybe BJ can help you guys out twice. <laughs> you're either proven you're all normal or they're all retarded. I haven't decided yet. These questions are not that hard, and there's plenty of people, I'm sure, out there just clamoring to get in. So give it a try. Brady, we have an emergency. I'm on it. Dear boys, already. Says, all right, ready? If you were taking a test in a few hours, would a BJ screw up your head, or would it help you focus better? I need to know. Have only a short break, and I live pretty far away. Love you guys. Drea. Drea wants to know, I don't know about the performing end of it, but just because of the bros before hose rule, yes, absolutely, you should do that immediately. Right? Definitely uh, helps, yeah. Why are you so against this, Brady? It Sit helps a man. To it helps the woman, and, you know, too. To take a test, and um, it also helps uh, the woman because of the, just the service and the love. And While Brady was talking about nothingness. I did some research online, <laughs> and I discovered that actually it's a fact. State Farm Insurance, along with uh, Harvard Medical School, did a study that said a woman is 40% more likely to get all the questions right on a test after performing a BJ within two hours of that BJ. Are you sure that number's not a little higher, 40%? You're right. It is. 70%. That's what I thought. I confuse fours and sevens. He, he wasn't yep. including the weekend numbers. That's right. No, I, you guys are right. No, actually, it's just page 70. It's 88%. <laughs> Your intelligence rises. And this is a Harvard medical study along with State Farm Insurance. They can't lie to you. My goodness. Yes, absolutely, Drea. Immediately. And all women who have the opportunity now. And you need to feel smarter for a few seconds. Put some man in your brain. <laughs> That's why they call it giving a giving brain. So if you did that every day for a week, you're increasing your intelligence by almost 700%. You'd be like, uh, good Lord, is that possible? You'd be Stephen Hawking. By the end of the week, you'll have theories about black holes that you didn't even know existed. You'll double your IQ. By 700%. <laughs> double it by 700%. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Whatever. If your IQ is like 120 now, you'll be at 240. And you'll look at the sky and you'll see stuff you never see. You'll look at other dimensions. You'll you'll build a super collider in your living room with straws and you monkeys. You need that 3D TV. Nope. You will see in 3D. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> Unbelievable, ladies. What a plethora of BJs can do for your day. Especially if you're taking tests or performing mundane office work. Get to work. Like collating and filing computer data entry. My God, what a BJ wouldn't do to speed that all up. Looking all over the office for vanilla folders. <laughs> right, see? <laughs> My wife, Megan, would, would know the difference between a vanilla and a manila folder, had she <laughs> just been in the middle of performing.
It's a vanilla folder. Is it in a vanilla folder? God, I hope so. That sounds fantastic. Do we have vanilla folders? Are we are we doing that well financially that our, our folders that hold our files are food? Vanilla beans. Vanilla food. Shut up. I want a vanilla folder for dinner. That was Megan's nickname in high school. The vanilla folder. <laughs> Pretty white. I don't know if that's good or not. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. Doesn't bother me. I didn't know her in high school. <laughs> like picking up somebody's catcher's mitt, you know? Hey, this one's all ready to go. <laughs> well oiled. It's all broken in. Hello, hello, hello. For a little while. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this is perfect. I can work with this one. Nothing worse than getting that glove that everything pops out of. Damn it. It's 9.37 in the morning sickness. Yes, Drea, you had to ask. She asked four guys from KUPD. <laughs> should I give a BJ before a test? Of course you should. I think she knew the answer. Of course she does. Now, who's the guy? That's the question. How is he not talking Doesn't matter. matter. I don't know. It's the guys at KUPD. A lucky How did he get out? How did he get out of that? That she was unsure and couldn't turn to him and say, "Do you think this will work?" Well, I doubt it, but maybe. Call somebody with a radio program and ask them. Try it. They close the deal. Yeah, close that thing. Harvard Medical School and State Farm Insurance cannot lie. It's nine thirty-eight in the morning sickness. In fact, ladies, get on it right now. It's time. And while you're at it, you should kegel as well. How about that? Done. Think, yeah. Kegel bells in order. There's an email from Ronnie Bogan about BJ. So. She did her own study. <laughs> <laughs> she finds that uh, 100% of all BJs around her house make the house smell funny. <laughs> it smells like Dracar and soup. And the end in a new fish purchase. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Enter Blowfish. Brady, it's time to enter your kitchen. Time to go into Brady's little kitchen with a man named Myron Mixon. He's on the line right now. Are you there, sir? Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Doing quite well. How are you? Doing great. Welcome to uh, Brady's Kitchen. I'll, I'll send it over to our head chef, Brady Myron, Bogan. the legend. Jack South. Jack's Old South Barbecue. If you've been watching that uh, Barbecue Pit Masters on the TLC, you're familiar with Myron. John is... Uh, I'm not familiar with the show at all. have seen the show yet, Jerry. What, you're yep. Selling on me, Myron. Why would I watch your show? What? Tell me, please. Because I'm on it. Oh, okay, well, there you go. I'm convinced. I think that's perfect. No, it's, it's, it's a pretty unique show. I mean, you see in the reality and the drama of uh, interaction as compared to barbecue. And it's, uh, it's a whole world out there I think a lot of people didn't know about. And um, it's pretty unique. You got the you got the interaction of teams against teams. You got the interaction within the teams and their members. And uh, I didn't realize how much drama there was, so I actually watched some of the episodes. It's competitive. I know that. The barbecue world is competitive, yeah. and it's a bunch of uh, guys who like beer, too, so there's potential fights breaking out. And I'm wondering, Myron, if you look, you know, you go back and you see the shows after the tapings, are there a couple of people in the camps who are like, wow, that person really is a jerk. I can't believe I've been nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the time they're talking about me. Yeah. Now, that's what Brady told me about the show, is that you're kind of the bad guy. Well, I mean, there's always got to be a bad guy. And, uh... <laughs> And I'll, and I'll wear that hat. But, I mean, I'm not a bad guy and uh, as much. I just don't want to take a lot of crap. No, I ain't going to listen to a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're <laughs> That's not bad guy. That's that's smart guy. 
Well, I mean, you know, I learned a long time ago, if somebody's putting bad vibes on you, the best way to get rid of it is put it back on them. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, revenge and, and treat others the way you're being treated. So if they're right. spitting on you, spit back. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying, Mike. Do you spit in your food? That's why I hear a lot of good barbecue <laughs> spitting. <laughs> no, I don't spit my food. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, I'm positive. Does anybody actually do that? Because I've been told that that's an actual, that's, you know, like a sign, like signing a piece of art. Uh, no, I would hope nobody in competitive barbecue does that. Yeah, I've never heard that before, <laughs> yeah, but man. No, yeah, there you go. So, so, Myron, I got a question for you. I know you have, uh, I, I'm going to throw a Super Bowl party uh, this weekend, and uh, I wanted to do a little uh, pulled pork. <laughs> so, I need a little uh, quick recipe. Before I get into it, Myron, too, I have a... I've come out with my own barbecue sauce. Oh, no. You're selling, Brady. No, Stop no, no. it. Oh, for God's sakes. I apologize. So, but, <laughs> Myron, on the uh, shoulder, I have a, a smoker, so I want to do this pork shoulder. What what would be a Myron uh, recipe? What I would do before it went on the grill, I always like everything I do in competitive barbecue I inject, whether it's the beef or the pork and especially the pork. And a good injection for that Boston butt you're doing there would be like take you, uh, have, you just do it in one. Yeah, yep, about a five uh, five to seven pound. Take you a gallon of apple juice. You take you about two cups of sugar, about a cup of salt, wow. and you dilute it, and you pump up your Boston butt, apply your rub, and put it on the pit. And that adds another flavor profile to it. The very end, when you come off, you got your sauce, just glaze it down with it, and you're ready to go. Now, Myron, let me ask you, if any, any other questions you've been asked in your life where you've suggested injecting the butt? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. You don't, yeah. you don't talk about that. Yeah, much. no, you don't want to bring that up. What's your favorite food to eat? Are you Because I worked at Tony Roma's. Is that a sin to you? No, I mean, you got a lot of great restaurants out there. Right, but I worked there, and if I ever saw a rib in the time that I worked there in college, I would have uh, I'd have killed a man with the rib before I'd have eaten it because I couldn't tolerate being around barbecue anymore. Is that kind of how you find yourself, or do you just Yeah, work? I mean, I've been around it so much, and at the end of the weekend after we've done uh, our competitions, you know, I'm looking for something fried or something seafood or, you yes. know, I'm not I'm not wanting anything off a grill. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? After a while, it's, it's, it ruins well, you, it. the, you know, especially a lot of times we do whole hog, and that's a 24-hour process. And you're oh. standing in the smoke and stuff for that long, and then you got to, you know, pull in the meat. I, you know, I just don't want to do it. And I like barbecuing, but when I saw it last, last week they were doing whole hog in the competition, it's a whole nother. It, it's just weird throwing that entire carcass on there. It kind of changes things up when you get into that because you know and then let alone the contraptions that you're cooking in how much to your smoker if a guy would just uh, go on the street and say i want to buy that uh the smoker that you use what what's it going to run a guy that trailer that uh you saw me on last week when we we're doing the whole hog it's got three grills and roof and stuff you're looking at about sixty thousand dollars for that it's not worth it. That's crazy. That's a little he, more he than your hundred grand a year. No, I know. I'm just saying for like, if, uh, it's just crazy though to think about throwing sixty grand yeah. in the grilling. I can go to a Safeway and have them cook it for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like forty dollars. Once you taste it, oh, I, mean, I know the difference. That's what. I, it's, but it's heroin. I don't want to get involved yeah, in that. Yeah, but he's how? also putting that equipment for competition, right? And, uh, and it makes me money. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I understand that. It gets you the dough. Myron, how do you start this? Like as a kid, does your dad do it? I mean, how how do you get into being a barbecue pitman? Yeah, I mean, my dad did it. That's where the Jackson South comes from. My dad was Jack Nixon, uh -huh. and. Uh, yeah, he got me and my brother both involved in it. But when he had us involved in it, it wasn't fun. I mean, we was doing it because we were cheap labor. <laughs> Slaves to the barbecue. Put you to work. Which is cool. What do you do with them when you're not barbecuing? What's fun for uh, for Myron Mixon? 
Well, I mean, I like to spend time with my family like everybody does. And, uh, you know, just hang around the house because we're on the road all the time anyway. So I don't like to take trips. Right. You know, so just trying to do stuff around the house. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of little projects going on and trying to get some of those completed. But I generally don't have time to do much of that. I mean, from Thursday to Saturday, you got a competition. And uh, get home on Sunday, and then Monday you start prepping, getting ready to go do the next one. That's the thing that gets me, the the, the amount of time to uh, compete. When you watch it, um, it's just a uh, There's no sleep. <laughs> you guys don't I sleep. Mean, no, really? I wouldn't watch this. Like it's... the gypsies, you're on the road all the time. Do you, have, do you have your favorite football team? The Colts. You're a Colts fan through and through, or is this new? No, I've always liked Manning. No kidding. So you're 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 rooting for the Colts this week. It's a big weekend. What are you having at your Super Bowl party? We're gonna do beef this time. We're gonna do uh, uh, ribeye loin and we're gonna do beef ribs. Beautiful. There you go. Nice job, Brady. Follow yeah, inject it. Yeah. What do you inject your beef with? Well, I like. We got a uh, minor soup base. Uh, it's it's a brand name, and we like to use uh, the beef base they got. And I like to marinate them in it prior to going on the grill. Man, this is just foreign to me. This is literally like talking about math. I'm so because you're using, using syringes in a different way, Yeah, John. you know, only and for heroin and steroids. Yeah. That's how I get my look in my You know, that's how I stay alive. <laughs> no, I just, it's just one of those things where I wish I was more uh, focused when I did stuff like this because I know how good food could be, but I just want it now. Yeah, the prep time. I don't, I don't have any prep time. The prep time is where everybody falls at because they don't want to spend that time. They want it, like you said, they want to be eating now. Yeah. That's me, and then I just do the prep time. I know how good the food is when it's prepped, and I have no desire to do it. It drives me nuts. Well, Ernie, are you going to make your way out to uh, Arizona anytime this year? Well, matter of fact, we've got some contests uh, coming up out there we plan on attending. Uh-oh. Where is it? I think, is it the one in Chandler? Chandler, yeah. Arizona? Chandler, oh. yeah, that's one of them. I'll be there. Yeah, we'll be be there. He's going to give you his sauce. Uh, Myron, uh, you've got uh, a couple questions I have to ask you before you go. uh, We're starting this one today. We were talking to Have you heard about that girl in New Zealand that sold her virginity for 45 grand to go to college? No. (laughs) He spent 60 grand on a grill. Does this interest you at all? (laughs) I don't know how you could test it to make sure, though. (laughs) That's That's what everybody's saying. Everybody wants authenticity. I guess that's true. But uh, interesting idea. How did you lose your virginity? Oh, in the back of a Z28 Camaro. Really? What was his name? <laughs> I can't. Well, was it a beautiful experience in the back of the Z? Uh, I don't really know. It's been so damn long ago. Was she a virgin <laughs> too, Myron? She said she was, but I'm not, now I got my doubts. <laughs> Why? That's what we hear from a lot of people too. Why, Why do you doubt it now? <laughs> well, just seeing where she's gone on to, I think she's a little more experienced at it than I was. See, now I think you need to take uh, take a little credit and say you were so amazing, you started that ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> when they become whores and you were the first one, that's solid right there. You did it. Well, you did the it right. worst I ever had was wonderful, so don't, you know. The worst you ever had was, well, that's true. Sure. It's like bad pizza. It's never that bad, yeah. really. Yeah. And then another question I asked you, you're on the road a lot, so you got uh, a lot of movies you watch, but you don't want to look like a pervert. Are there any movies in your collection that uh, have a favorite scene in them that you can, you know, take care of a little Myron Mixon business in the back room, if you know what I mean? We call it the <laughs> pause and toss. What What is the sexiest movie scene you've ever seen in your life? Probably that when uh, that movie Richard Gere was in and his wife was going into the city to uh, oh, meet her lover. You remember that? Yes. Um, oh, I know. Ch- Unfaithful. Was it? Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was the one. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Unfaithful. That Di- right there. Diane Lane. Yeah, that's yep. pretty solid. All right, good answer. And uh, somebody wanted me to ask you about your school. You got a school? How do How does somebody get involved in uh, going to that? Well, all they got to do is go to my website, JacksonSouth.com. All right. 
and you can sign up. I've already filled up the February and the April class, and we're filling up the June class now. Oh, beautiful. And how much does that run a guy? Seven fifty a head. Seven hundred and fifty bucks. Yep. That's not bad at all. How long well, does it last? Two and a half, well, two and a half days. Oh, that's it. Oh, I figured it would be longer. All right. Wow, that's pretty awesome. There you go, and you can learn to cook like the pitmaster himself. Exactly. I mean, we do uh, all the categories you see on the uh, show. There you go. Brady, anything to close her out? No, that's that's gold. I'd like to get in that. <laughs> you might now. be seeing Brady a lot Any more than you want. scholarships, Myron? <laughs> scholarship, scholarship guys in? <laughs> no, we don't give scholarships. Oh, okay. Brady would have taken that right there. Myron, uh, thank you very much. Pitmasters, Barbecue Pitmasters on uh, TLC. and it's tonight. It's tonight, right? Yep. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you're, you're kind to, to join us and tolerate me. Even though I haven't watched, I'm going to start because you're in it. Watch it tonight. You got it, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you all. We'll talk to you later. There you go. Myron Mix and Barbecue Specialist Brady. Your hero. Your life hero. It's everything you well, want to be, isn't it? No. Yes, it, it is. is not. Come no. on. No, these guys, I mean. If you could live his life. Nope. No? No, I'm not that into it. Boy, I tell you what. That Come show on. is an eye-opener. When you see these people, it's like, man, it's a lot of road work, and uh, they travel. I mean, of course, they make good money doing it, but you do it. Uh, food is no doubt a passion of mine. If you can, <laughs> but to take it to competition—that's an understatement. <laughs> that is an understatement. I liked how you weaved your little sauce thing in there and said, "I'll be there," which basically means I'm going to hound you. This sauce is going to be on TLC. That's your goal. End of this year, that barbecue sauce is on TLC. I visited your Facebook page the other day. You did? The Sauces Facebook page. I didn't know you had that. That's hilarious. You can watch that thing if you're a barbecue genius. And if you're like me, i got to eat now. Somebody else has to do the prep and cook, and that's why I'm friends with Brady. It's 98KUPD. Time now for Brady to give us all that he gives us, and that is what would Brady do. What would Brady do? Brady, are you ready? Ready. Ready to amaze the world? Oh. All right. Uh, dear Brady, you gave me advice not to. My girl came uh, to me a while ago wanting to try her back door out, and it turns out she really loves it, and I don't like it. Now what? Now you've created a monster. What do you mean you don't like it? Maybe she must be dirty. Enjoy it. She must be dirty. Yeah. Yeah, something's going on. Get out. her to clean Get it. Get her to clean it. That's the only reason why you wouldn't enjoy it. Poop waiter. Maybe she has that farting problem. She could. That's Maybe, disturbing. Uh, <laughs> she could have that whole... <laughs> thing. You know what I'm talking about that. Noise. Fortunately, we all do know what you're talking about. Just farting. Maybe have a can of Axe uh, body spray in the other hand. No, it's not. No. It's, that, that's not it. You got you to gotta do it now. It's if she likes it, yeah. just every once in a while. Go to, this is terrible. Brady, I'm sorry. You're, you've been usurped for this particular question. <laughs> Go to a castle store and get that uh, for girls who are filthy. I would never, ever do this, but if you love her, you will. They have the uh, the uh, cleanser thingy. They have for, that? For, really? Yeah. An enema? It's not an enema. Is it like a raggy stuff in no, there? No, it's a... Oh. <laughs> like, for that little Molotov like, cocktail? Like the gentlemen, yeah, like gentlemen. moist rags, you know? I'm going to warn you. Oh. Not going to be a pretty word. Anal douche. <laughs> you have experience? No, I just saw it. Colonic, I they? saw it. No, I saw it on the shelf. No? And I walked by and I went, Gah. No, because you're not trying to poop. You're trying to clean up everything. It just sprays it in there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of cleans her up. All right, it dresses it up. Let's move on. Anyway, I don't like it anymore either. <laughs>
This is what I'm talking about. I mean, if you're if you're going with that, there's just way too much prep time. Uh, dear Brady, I've been getting with this girl who's great in bed, but she's got or and she's got piercings uh, down south and in her rack. Something happened to me this last time with her, and I turned on the light in the bathroom, and um, balls were all red. Somehow her ring down there had sliced me up. I don't know how to take care of this injury. I've tried to gauze. I've tried Neosporin. I'm worried that that's brave. It's infected ball sack. Well, what I have found... <laughs> what you have found, Brady? I, I thought In I, my experience, the uh, sack heals pretty quick. Oh, jeez. Um, but no, he if it's infected, and go to the hospital or get the... Um, it says, you know, i got to read these all the way through. Sporin. Get some Neosporin on there. That's what he said. He tried that. Oh, you try, then, yeah, you got to go, go to the doctor. Next step. That's not happening. Neil's well, born is the cure-all. If that doesn't work, you're doing it. Is, Put Neil's born down there? Sure. Sure. Okay. If, on any kind of cut. But if it's deep enough where he's going to need to get it stitched up, Sporn's not going to help. He's got to yeah. get that. It's deep enough. He needs to tell her to take yeah, some. Something's wrong well, with her. Yeah, first out. of all, yeah, take the ring out. Take the hardware off. It must be one of those pointy ones. Yeah. You know, like, like, like the, the little tiny Kaiser helmets? Yeah, with the spear on the end. Yeah, it could be, but, you know, remove. That's an easy fix. The best but thing as far is as the uh, up? torn bag, I think so. you know, it sounds like he needs to go to the get professional care because the other thing is is when you're um, putting the sporn on there, you're probably battling some uh, heat and moisture elements when you have that thing covered okay. up. Also, Brady. Yeah. It says it sliced his bowel up somehow. What? Well, then he's going to die. Because the next day he <laughs> Because the next day he was. What is he doing you, you now can't that can't. He's bleeding. All right, well, if it's got to be the tank, because if it's a sliced rectum, he's done. Didn't you say you had an injury down there once? Did you handle this with doctors, Brandon? No, I didn't. My, I had a friend that sat on a, when he was younger, on his, his uh, bicycle seat. He was oh, that's right. On it. Yeah, okay. Tore the perineum. It's like a, like a Benny Hill episode in Brady's life happened. <laughs> Finally. Dean Moomy, he's recovered from it. Oh, that was oh, Moomy? Yeah. He still limps. Uh, Dear Brady, a girl I know intimately was at my house Friday night. I only have sex with her, and there are no other ties, really, for both of us. It's that way. Uh, anyway, Friday, she's there doing what she does orally and doing it quite well. I kick back, relaxing on the couch, and in the middle of it, she gets stuff out of her pocket, which isn't unusual, you know, lubricant, something like that, and uh, starts working with that stuff. But then I noticed that it wasn't a lubricant, and she started to snort it off. She had poured Coke on me. Oh. So I get all furious. I get drug tested at work, and this lunatic had it in her mouth and nose, and it was all over my stuff. Uh, so I kick Scarface out immediately, and uh, I've been going nuts ever since. Can I get caught as a Cokehead loser at work, and if I fail a drug test, can I sue her or kill her? Did this woman just ruin my life, Carl? I don't know about ruining your life, but you could probably uh, test that, positive. I bet you could. Maybe if it gets in the urethra or, yeah. you know. I didn't even think of that. In your system. It, it definitely absorbs through your skin. That's why people yeah. used to rub it on their gums because it goes right through your, into your bloodstream. It goes right into your bloodstream through your skin, especially if it's uh, engorged. Oh, yeah. If his uh, member was numb, then uh, it's working. Yep. Oh, my well, God. I didn't even think of that. You could fail a drug test. So what he needs to do is buy a pack of Olroy dog biscuits. <laughs> Szechuan. And a bottle of Szechuan sweet F and you, Brady. sour. Sweet and sour, because that's how we cured Eric from his uh, yeah. drug test. <laughs> Made him eat dog biscuits and Through sweet and sour sauce. It wasn't a real test. <laughs> I didn't even think of that part of it. 
Uh, yeah, you could test positive for that and have your whole life ruined because some cracky. And that's a lesson learned right there. Know the girl before you let her home. Wow. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> At least know if she's a cokehead or not. I would, let alone, what's he doing? I mean, maybe uh, quit watching the TV or something and focus uh, Oh, sometimes bit, it's dark game. and you're laying back, you know. Yeah, I can give her. She could sprinkle also, a little magic powder on yeah. Ziploc bag. If I'm in the middle of that, I'm not stopping anybody. I don't <laughs> I know, know who they It's are. kind of a tough stop. I what do you, it at the end. All right, right get out. I'm, I'll break up. I really enjoy that like, tapping yeah. thing you're doing. <laughs> She's putting sugar on it. Yeah, whatever. I wouldn't know. She's got to take a little break and, uh, you know. She really get... likes how I smell. <laughs> oh, she got cold. That's nice. She's still willing to try. Well, I'd pay attention a little more. See, I wouldn't. I mean, if someone's sprinkling powder. You don't know. Oh, Ronnie, I would know. Ronnie never dips into a drawer and pulls something out and gets a little active. You don't know. Well, that, uh. No. Yeah, you know. No. Yeah, you no. know. <laughs> Stop it. That's against yeah, No, she, uh, God, no. Ah, your mouth's on it. Gross. <laughs> even, if she, even if she is, I see her going oh, into the drawer. You know what's going on. That's where the food goes. <laughs> it could be. You'd probably notice if it was I Coke. I would notice. Exactly. But I've been in a dark room. Drawers open. Starts working on something. You're like, oh. You're excited. You're like, what's going to happen next? It's usually this is a some god awful oil yeah, or something. You smell like a Shazam. Yeah, smell like a cheesecake for half an hour. And then it sucks because they'll put that on first and like, great, I'm not getting that Hummer now. Yeah. Oh no, the flavored stuff's solid. Always yeah. keep it flavored. But sometimes no, right. they don't yeah. get the flavored stuff. Yeah. Magically, the, you, know, you need the to regular do regular stuff. Guys need to do this. Go through your girl's nightstand drawer. This is quality. Trust me on this one. And throw away all the stuff that can't be eaten. <laughs> Yeah, all of it. Because like, when she goes up to the, to the bathroom, like she know. wants to use something for him. Nope, all we have is cherry. All we have is that. That's all we can use. Oh, okay. So then you know you can <laughs> bob her in those teeth a couple times. Always throw away the stuff that can't be eaten. Why do they even buy that? They think it's it's a part of, you know, they, you like that sometimes. Nope. They have, really. They have double duty, you know. They have the ones that are lubricant and flavored, so... Nacho cheese. Yeah, now that's the one they need to start getting fatty lube flavors. They probably have it. Sure they do. I'm sure they do. Why don't you just use nacho You got that cheese? set up like Harkins. You got all the different powders for the <laughs> yeah. popcorn. You have to go over powder, see? And one of them could be Coke. There the you go. Thing, Brady, if you were into the powdered wiener yeah. hummers and your little... I would know. You wouldn't I'm know. like, that's not the Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight coca. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Your womb is polluted. Yeah. I have a horrible image in my head. Of Brady yeah. is shaking it on yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, God, I'm going to finish. <laughs> I'm not even in the room yet. Oh, the Parmesan's all over me. <laughs> Brady's covered in cheese. I'm powder. like a wedge of pizza. <laughs> I'm not delirious. Oh, oh. I'm combo slice. Combo slice me. I've got the powder and the hot butter dispenser. <laughs> Awful. Oh! Okay. oh, God. Hot! I don't know that I'd notice that. I think that could have happened to me in the past. Probably. I, I don't think it did. I'm saying that could have been an opportunity that somebody, some cokehead, but I would have. Well, if he know. did notice it, then he should be okay, because I think you notice it by, uh, you'd probably feel it in I don't your know. system. After? It's too late, though. Because by the time you realize she's snorting it off of you, and then you it, it dawns on you what the hell just happened, it's too late. 
that's a high risk for her to be able to snort it off there. Why? Because it can come tumbling off there. One little... <laughs> it's not all heavy. rock form. She just poured a little powder on there. <laughs> but he's going to keep completely still. So you're standing pretty darn that's a still. shaky coffee table. There's some serious... Oh, well, she's not doing it straight across. She probably just put it on the end there and nudged it. Yeah. She's holding it. She's in control. She probably had that razor Ooh. out there cutting the line. Oh. Ow! Ow! <laughs> I should pay attention more. Tell you what, that's probably going to be the best oral he ever gets in his life. Yeah, Cokey? Cokehead? Yeah. That's probably why he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. He'd had it done before. And just sit back and relax. I know where this goes. This is the train to happy town. <laughs> it might be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so you fail a drug test and lose your job. Yeah, you should have seen her. Yeah. She's a giver. An hour later. To some it is, I guess. Yeah, ten years from now when she's all messy, you don't want her around. But now if she still looks good and you can't tell, well, there you go. Walking on my house. I got the best one ever. <laughs> Brady, I'm seeing a girl I haven't called it official, but most likely will. I want one last booty call with another chick. Yes or no? Uh, Yes. Really? Booty call? Even though you're still seeing this other girl? You no, broke up don't do it. If you're gonna, <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> Dear Brady, did you say you missed church due to an act of God? Is that moral? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Would you rather eat healthy or die before your daughter reaches three? Ooh, that one hits home. <laughs> wow. Um, let me see. Uh, eat healthy? So why are we still... Move on. If you were in prison, <laughs> if you were in prison, you have a choice. On your knees or over a sink, which one? Big Rick Light. My knees are over the sink. Oh, man. Wow. Can I have both? Yes. Okay. Uh, dear Brady, my birthday is on Monday and I'm turning 30. What should I do uh, to bring my 30s in with a bang? Jeez, uh, go to Peter Piper Pizza yeah. and win Rick, that wheel yeah. of a million tickets and get yourself some plush. Yeah, it's more fun than you think, isn't it? Uh, who's better, Paul Giamatti or Luis Guzman? <laughs> Giamatti. Dear Brady, far. Uh, when you're getting backdoored, yo, Jacobo from the Monte Cristo, beat, come though. on, come on, the Brooklyn Jacobo, forget it. <laughs> Brady, when you're getting backdoored, do you scream with pleasure or agony? Both. <laughs> yeah, you like them both. Sometimes it's that pleasure to pain face. Yeah. Well done, Brady. Brady. Well done, my friend. <laughs> you fixed so many lives. And always, when the cokehead starts snorting coke off your body, kick her out. It's not going the direction you after. want it to. Uh, I don't know. It's a after, tough call. After you're finished. Yeah. Tell her to get right in her DeLorean and drive home. It's 1982 all over again. It's 98.